0: I did this, you started as soon as the call started, and just
1: didn't tell me. Yeah, I've clicked start now. Oh. <laughs> well, welcome to episode 69 of Tech of a T, ha ha funny meme number episode. Uh, this episode, I thought it'd be funny to bring Hex DSL, I don't know why.
0: What? what? Okay, okay. So I, I think you can just play joke.
1: along with the joke, that's no, why.
0: No, I've got a sex joke, mm. I'll bring Hex DSL. How does that make me feel? How does that? How does that make me feel?
1: I think you're going to enjoy
0: what? it. And the correct thing to do would be to turn my video upside down so we are 69ing the whole time <laughs> the podcast is running. I want to see that when I watch this video on YouTube. Yeah. I want to find <clears> out <throat> that at the start of the cast, mm-hmm. I'm upside down. Okay. And then and then we make the 69 joke. And, <laughs> <phew>. Disappointing. Disappointing.
1: <laughs> well, I can go and edit it right now if you'd like. We can like start again if you if you really want to.
0: So like, you know my policy on effort. You know, my, you know how against effort I am.
1: Right, but then you're asking me to do something in post, that's not happening. Just pre-
0: okay, audience, dear audience, right? <laughs> There's already more people watching this that watch any of my videos, right? So just imagine, I want you to imagine, up until he said '69, my face was rotated, right? Just imagine that. Now, take a moment to laugh, and now we move on. Done. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. I assume you're stirring tea, but it does look like you're wanking right now. You know that, right?
1: You're aware <laughs> of that. Well, fits okay, perfectly with the theme then. Because
0: I'm just like, all right, you doing? <laughs> 69 jokes, yeah. Like, yeah, so just, yeah, okay.
1: Now I, now you realize why you're here? Because you can play along with the joke perfectly.
0: <laughs> play along with the joke if you're just wanking while we do a podcast. That's not a joke. <laughs> That's sexual assault, and I'm not okay with it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. How you been, man? <laughs> I've, been, I've been
0: excellent. I've, uh... <laughs> Uh, since the last time we spoke, which, you know what? You know what's really bad, right? Mm. I don't remember how long ago it was. It could have been 10 years or, or three days. I literally, like, I'm like a dog. I, I never know how much time has passed.
1: I know um, it was before the uh, the Christmas video you did, so it's got to be at least six months. That's right, because I invited you to the Christmas mm. video. You was like, no, dude, I'm
0: too famous. <laughs> that's not what happened. Um, no, no that's that exactly what happened. No. I, I, no, I no, show you the DM. I... You went, you went, <laughs> Ten thousand subscribers? No, thank
1: you. Before you keep slandering my name, I didn't do it because I hadn't played many games that came out that year, and I I didn't think I had anything to really say for it. This year, I will what? do it if you're gonna do it again.
0: I do it every year, right? But you know what's really—I don't because I didn't talk about this last time, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've talked about this, I talked about—I don't remember what I talked about. I just said I'm a dog, basically, right? But um, I, I and also if there's a hum in the background, that's my air conditioning. You have to live with it because I'm not turning it off. I can't right? hear it myself. <laughs> so, it's, so, it's probably fine. I tried. I tried to balance my mic in a position where my body blocks the flow of, of air. Mm-hmm. So hopefully no one can hear it. But anyway, I'm not. I just not turned it off. It's nah, fair warmer, enough, man. It's, like, it's like 11 degrees or something. I'm going to melt. British <laughs> summer, 11 degrees in rain. Um, no, uh, no, like no, that Christmas video, right? I do every mm. year. I, for those of you who don't know, every year I make a video where I invite anyone I've been talking to like anyone that's on my radar, I invite them to send a one minute or 30 second segment, I don't remember what I said last year, just a little video to go like, oh, this is a game I played this year, it's Linux, I'm this person, you come, you know, the idea was it was to promote so everyone could self-promote as well as showing that we're not like YouTubers, I don't like the word YouTuber, people who make Linux videos, we're not mm-hmm. in competition, right? Like the sure. idea was to show like, just to show that we're all like, you know, there's no there's no rivalry here. Um and over the years, it's just been harder and harder to get people to do it. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things I've learned is people that make YouTube videos, very egocentric and not very reliable. So <laughs> so every year I'm like, you want
1: to do this? They're like, no, man, I'm too busy for that. Yeah. I hope I'm not the first one, but I can definitely attest to the second. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's just like,
0: it's a shame that's because my... like, it would be cool if every year we could get like a video that's really long. It's just mm. all the people in the space making videos. But that's not happening
1: mm. just
0: just not happening um so yeah uh what i'm doing this year because like this, this year this last year that went was like kind of the final straw in it where i'm like what i'm gonna doing now is i'm sending people one email or one mm. dm with like here's the video here's the document that explains the criteria uh this is it you either do it or don't i'm not i'm not this year i'm not like because what i do usually is every couple of weeks because i like start off in like november mm-hmm. and then about every two weeks i'm like yo dude don't forget the video yo dude don't forget the video yeah and uh and well that's a lot of everyone, effort everyone forgets the video Every, Just all of them just, just don't bother or then people go a week after i the video someone goes hey man I did my segment I'm like mm. you, know, you, you you know dude you know you know so yeah this year I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna be like there's your video like if it turns out to be just me Drew and Chris whatever I'm fine with that that's absolutely fine
1: I, I promise I'll do it this year you give my word it's six months early but I, I we hopefully won't forget
0: this is where this is where I get an email from Brody, right? It's just like I did my video, and it's like it's July.
1: I'm like, <laughs> Christmas July, yeah. man. Christmas July. Yeah. How about I want to send it but, to uh, you next but, week. That'll work.
0: I mean, you know what? I, you know what? And you'll you forget that, about it, right? I'll save it, and you know i have the video. Great, you go. Where's my video, dude? And I'm like, you never sent it to.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, considering that yeah. I sent you the Jitsi link, you just couldn't find it. Yeah, no, he, before we started this call, he sent me the
0: Jitsi link and I was pasting pictures of me dressed as ET into chat. And I was like, where's the link? And he's like, I sent it. I was like, where? And he's like, before all the shit you posted. And I was like, oh,
1: right, that's that's on me. That is, that is on me. I, I wasn't helping out. I was, I was starting to post stuff as well. I've got so much in here that I could post. Um, how, much it, how much is my fan art folder? Too much. Honestly, too much. <laughs> Some of it's really bad as well. Um... I don't know if I want to show you some of it. <laughs> like, it's that bad.
0: Yeah, you see, you see mine. I've got my favourite one is the, uh, the the gif you you can you've got so you can show that. I
1: like. can. The GIF. Yeah.
0: Someone like Arch Toasty was like, I imagine Hex. I'm reimagining Hex as Sailor Moon. Uh, but like, he, awesome. he did an entire animation for it and stuff, and that was like, I was just like, that. Thank you. I think.
1: Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a thing you're supposed to be thankful for. Yeah, sure, why not? That's oh no, like, now your face. Is the
0: he's wrong also, thing. He's also done this. Like he's also, he's also. Oh, that's the on the frame. wrong
1: screen. That will be why. Well, uh, oh, no, oh, everything broke. A... <laughs> hey,
0: everybody, I'm XDSL. I break everything.
1: That was my fault. Um, there we go. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, wait, did I, oh, I oh, that's why it broke. I closed my browser.
0: I like I like I like how I know you don't edit, so all this is in the show. Oh YouTube. It's like ah 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 like for a good fifteen minutes. like yeah, done. Anyway, why
1: would I edit? What's the
0: point of that? What you want to do is what I've got really good. You know the, the record pause button mm. inside OBS, right? I've, I've just got a key binding for the pause button. So when we mm. do, so when I'm doing like the Trendy talk podcast, I just like hold down the button while while something's happening. I just like, there you go, edited, done,
1: it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's too much, too much, too much for me. I'll just forget to like okay. restart it.
0: No, man, I respect the shit out of that. It's great, it's fine. Now do
1: you don't know how bad I am actually recording videos. I just restart the recording every time I make a mistake, like when I'm just doing regular videos.
0: Actually, I like joking aside, I think I I used to do that. And I think it's really useful to learn to be more confident and not mm. to not to add mm, uh, mm, like in your dialogue. And just instead of doing that, you, you learn to just be the qu- fucking quiet for mm. a moment. Or what I do, which is just talk incessantly and monologue your fuck ups as if that helps somehow, which mm. is what I've tempted in my videos. So, I, yeah. but do you, do you think force yourself to re-record and force yourself to do a better job is healthy it's good useful
1: I don't usually do like ums and ahs my main problem is that I uh well that's do it right now, now. I, you get, I uh I, I yeah. typically stumble over my words and the sentence just makes no sense I always i always like to
0: throw a lampshade in that so I'll start talking it'll go wrong I'll just look at the camera and be like that wasn't English I'll just do it again I just i leave it all in as well I'm just like it's fine
1: Fine. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Maybe that would work. I should probably try it out at some point. I've just been doing this style since basically when I started, with the exception of my really early stuff when i was making videos in the shed. Uh, but apart from that, everything else, I've been doing like this sort of like jump cut editing style that everyone sort of does on YouTube.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't like my, my I mean, when it comes to styles, I you I like styles. My style is: I find something I want to talk about, and I hit record. And then, when I'm bored of talking, I stop. And that is my method. Yeah, that is fair enough. the hex enough. method. There's nothing to it. Which it's probably why I've only got four subscribers. <laughs> probably. The reason.
1: Oh, uh, congrats on our uh, 10K, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm um,
0: 10K. Now, I, I I'm grateful for all the people that subscribed, and 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 I'm I'm in. Surprised and humbled by the fact that ten thousand people want to listen to me talk shit on a bi-daily basis. But at the same time, given the length of time I've been on YouTube, that is not very many at all. <laughs> but,
1: You've been working for uh, a but, uh, very long time, haven't you? Yeah, I've
0: been doing it for like a long time, but I'm I've, I've yeah. never chased subscribers or, or 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 done the grind, you know, mm. the YouTube grind. Um because I, I don't like for me, it's a hobby, and I know I'm never going to make money out of I'm never going to be like, I'm never going to retire on my YouTube. Way, sure. Right. So I'd rather just make content that I like making. And because of that, it means that I'm, I grow very slowly. But mm. the audience I have, I feel like the audience I have tend to stay, and they tend to be loyal's the wrong word because they don't owe me anything. You know, mm, there's no loyalty sure. to grow. But they tend to get me and want to hang out, and, and that's good. But I, you know, it would be nice to occasionally go, Holy shit, I got 3,000 subscribers today.
1: Which yeah. Never happened. Yeah, that, that would be cool, but I, I do respect that. Um, I, I think it's partially due to the fact that you're just always available to talk as well. You don't sort of put yourself above your yeah. audience.
0: I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, hey guys, just come hang out in
1: Discord. They're like, yeah. we don't like Discord. I'm like, well, that's where I am. Sorry. Yeah, fair Sorry. enough. Email me. <laughs> but there's a lot of people out there who have like uh, community Discords and will, they'll be moderating it and they just never talk in it.
0: I mean, I'm always just an outaway in my this I mean, I live in Discord. I keep it on my phone, and you know, um, it's on, it's on it's on my pc on my laptop you know i'm always just an at away from it mm-hmm. um and if ever i don't reply it's just because i'm busy right? you know slow like, but i'll always get back to people and yeah I, I it's i think part of that comes from having less subscribers as well because if i had a discord if i was really successful on youtube and a million subscribers mm-hmm. i would have to run my discord differently because mm-hmm. of course i would because there'd be too many people there so there are benefits to being a small fish you know there are there are benefits to not to not growing too fast and growing very slowly and organically mm-hmm. and i think that I'm, I'm grateful that people are interested in the shit I'm saying because I'm not qualified to, to give people insight into anything, really.
1: Look, I mean, if, if anyone's qualified <laughs> to talk about games on Linux, I think you are. You've been doing it for a very long time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's not uh, like I there's, think, a, as you said last time you're on here, there's not much to really say anymore. It's just like, yeah, like it works. Linux
0: game is dead. Linux like, game is not a thing. It works, you go, it works, or it doesn't work. And then that's the whole conversation. Or you go, or my more recent one is, go, it doesn't work. Here's GeForce now. It solves all your problems. That's it. That's the whole conversation. I think
1: the worst problem I've had with the game I've played is uh I was playing the HD remake of Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Very good game, highly recommend it. Uh and for some that reason
0: wait, that doesn't sound like a that sounds like a made up game. What is <laughs> Ty this? the Tasmanian Tiger T-A-Z. It... Taz, T-A-Z? Uh
1: T A S. it's a very 100%. real game. It's made by an Australian studio. I highly recommend just listening to some of the audio. Actually, you know what? I'm going to bring some of it up. Tasmanian Tiger trailer? Sure, why not? It is you a very real going? game. You're going to play an ad, YouTube? Please don't play an ad. Good, yes. Uh, I
0: found the trailer. I found the trailer on
1: You're going to show me some of the audio of the characters? Uh, that's very important. Everyone in this game. Okay, I can't find some of the characters talking. Every character in this game has the most, like, stereotypical Australian accent you can just picture in your mind. I mean, this game looks
0: fucking terrible, mate.
1: <laughs> it's a PS2 game. It came out in 2002.
0: I mean, of um, course, I'm glad you said that because Steam says 2016. I'm like, yeah, no, no. They,
1: no. Chrome has only ever made one successful game, and they just re-released it on new consoles.
0: Also, don't forget you can get *Tie the Tasmanian Tiger 2, 3, 4. Yeah. Yes, so. you
1: don't want 4. 4 is not very good.
0: I don't believe any of them are good. 4 no, <laughs> looks alright, though. It looks like Rayman.
1: It came out when, like... Uh, uh, What's the word? Mascot platforms were really popular, so around, like, the... um. You know, Rayman Ratchet and clanks sort all of the time.
0: Yeah, the um, those 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 uh, mascot platforms always confused me because none of these things was ever mascots before the game. And I'm like, i like, Cool Spot made sense because he was mm. advertising drinks before he was in a game. Sure. And then like, they're like, there was like, we can just make a mascot and printing. He's like, that's not how that works.
1: Banjo you know I mean? and Kazooie, just yeah, de- definitely. Yeah. Everyone knew about these characters beforehand for sure. Yep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, I kind of... I, I like mascot platforms, partially because of the fact that I just like platformers. Even though a lot of them are a bit jank. <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I like platformers. Platformers and things I like in theory. Like, mm-hmm. in my head, I like platformers. But then when I play them, I'm like, oh, I'm so bored. Like, yeah. I'm so bored. But, like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, platformers, it's fun. You know, but then, yeah, no, I don't. I, I, but I think I do. And that's enough to keep... I keep buying them. Because in my brain, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's great. It's not...
1: Is this not. just with, like, the general sort of platform or if you- like, I have something, like, Super Meat Boy level, just... I, no,
0: Super Meat Boy, I mean, I like more casual platformers, mm-hmm. right? I say I like, again, it's like, it's, in my head, I like them. In reality, I hate them. I don't want to play them. But in my head, I like them. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the ones with the high difficulty, of the super high ones, like VVB, uh Super Meat Boy, and even Mario Maker, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I'm smart enough to know that I wouldn't enjoy those, because... <laughs> for me, I mean, for me, games are never really, except there are exceptions, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, games aren't about the challenge, they're about the enjoyment, they're about basking in the world, they're not about like, I don't want to get stressed out and pissed off or I can't quite make it. There are exceptions to that, right? Like, -hmm. like I wouldn't dream of playing Doom Eternal or anything other than the hardest setting, right? Because the struggle is part of the thing that makes you feel that way in that game. But like when I get a platform saying this is a really hard platform, it doesn't make me want to play it more. Like mm. you know, I'm just like, oh, it's hard. Like I don't mind a game being hard because I'm not good. But if you're trying to make a game, coupled with the fact that I'm not very good at games, <laughs> you're gonna, you, I'm gonna have a bad time. You
1: know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of from <clears throat> a lot of problems with the hard platforms is the fact that they just don't have very tight controls either. And when you have a platformer like that, it's just. You can't play it. I always wonder
0: though: do they do they make the controls loose in order to make it harder? Like, do mm. they make a really tight tuned game, and then go, let's loosen it up because we want it to be harder? that. there would that.
1: definitely be devs who do that for sure. There are also devs yeah. who are just not very good. Well, don't do that, devs. Yeah, <laughs> stop it. Bad devs. Make good but, games. Yeah, make games supposed to be fun.
0: <laughs> I do. I do think that the gaming has got. There, there, there are two types of gamers. That there are gamers that just want to enjoy an experience, and then mm. there are gamers who. Want to be told that they're awesome because they can finish this game mm. and i'm like no your self-worth should not be linked to how good at how good at i think those are the are. same
1: sort of people who get really invested in things like apex and all like those big multiplayer games
0: see i i, I played i played i've played mobas, uh, mm-hmm. MOBAs? no i've played uh, i've played battle royales yeah right? yeah and enjoyed them um not because I'm like, I'm the best in the world, fuck you. But like more because like, oh shit, I actually won one, cool. You know, that's well, the, like the angle I come
1: at. The idea of the game, I enjoy. It's just like, I don't have any interest in like the ranking sort of thing. Like I am silver yeah. now, I'm golden now, I'm yeah. platinum. Go up, They just reset every couple of months. Yeah, yeah. It's not my it's thing. Ni- it's,
0: nice to, it's nice to go into a game and be surprised at how well you did on your own, right? Mm. Like it's nice to, to go like when I was playing a lot of um, uh, PUBG on mm-hmm. Stadia. Before that went down the pan deeply. Um, it was nice to go in there and then, like, feel like, oh, shit, I would. I, I felt, I feel like I, I feel competent. I feel like I got somewhere with this. It's mm. a nice feeling. But, yeah, like, if someone said, play this, it's like PUBG, but we turned, we made the bots in, like, Terminators. I'd be like, no, no, thank you. No, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah. But,
1: uh, no. yeah. Uh, I mainly, uh, like, play single-player stuff anyway. I sort of like challenging myself, really. That's, that... I've been playing things like Dead Cells and Hades a lot recently. That's my main... My main sort of go is
0: Hades is really good, right? Hades, Hades, is, good. Really, yeah, Hades is really, yeah, this that, is really that's what I get really tight controls, really balanced. It's one of them that I didn't quite even though it's exceptional, I don't think I took to it the way I wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. I really want to enjoy it more than I did. Um, but I didn't, I didn't have much to play, I didn't I think I played loads. Um, I think see, this, I because this, yeah, I played like eight hours of it and mm-hmm. I just like it didn't, yeah, I didn't really feel the need to go back to it, but not because it was bad, it just it didn't hook me the way it should have done, you know.
1: My okay. I think Hades is an absolutely amazing game. What I think it suffers from, especially what I noticed after playing Dead Cells, is there is a severe lack of uh, a severe lack of content. Is probably a good way to put it. You already have the hmm. set four areas, five er- if you don't count boss rooms, four areas, um, and that's what you have to run every single time. Sure, the bosses get more difficult. Sure, you can like increase the difficulty of the game generally, change up your build, but you're always running the exact same areas every single time. And Dead Cells, on the other hand, it has the same sort of progression system where you fight, you go through a room, room, boss, room, room, boss, and then you get to the end of the game. And you keep redoing that loop. But there are different routes that you can take every time
0: yeah yeah and then sometimes especially when you're starting off it feels like it's randomly generated because you're so lost all the time right mm-hmm. it's only when you start really sort of getting a grip of the game it's going, okay this isn't random this is this is the same thing every time i'm just gonna find my way yeah you just I realize agree, oh though. there's
1: actually these set rooms they just place that seem random Yep, yeah yep, that's cool that's cool obviously there are the random elements like oh there might be a health fountain here there might not be but besides that it's it that's sort of a problem with procedurally generated stuff once you realise how it's procedurally generated, you realise it's not as special as it thought. Are you procedural, procedural
0: generation has a place in gaming, but for mm-hmm. the most part, it makes them worse. Like, like if the developer says to me, "Oh, this is procedurally generated," I'm like, "That means you didn't do any work. Like, like go do, <laughs> go make the level yourself. Stop, stop letting your computer do it. Your REST will not generate as good a level as a person. Just mm-hmm. stop it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If you had mate maybe if you sort of. Simulated the idea of procedural generation, but you had these mel- uh, levels you made out yourself. It's just that the parts that would yeah. connect together were sort of different. I think that would work yeah. out.
0: I, I don't know. I, I think that I think that when it gets procedurally generated, it doesn't have the authenticity. It feels like uh, it feels like uh, surprise boxes. It doesn't feel mm. like a place to explore. And in, like there are there are times that that's not true. Like there are things like Loop Hero, for instance, right, which. Isn't so much procedurally generated as as, 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 pre- as generated as a side effect of gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. And that makes sense, right? But if it's any a game a game like uh, a game like Hades and stuff, they've got to do a certain amount of mixing it up to mm-hmm. keep going. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think when someone goes like this level's been generated by a computer, I'm like, oh, so it's gonna be very boring and very samey. It's like it's what you're gonna get with that.
1: I think the the procedural generation works for games like Dead Cells and Hades because the main focus is fighting the bosses. And yeah. yeah. The bosses are the same every time. It's more like the procedural generation is there to sort of... train rooms, right? Yeah, it's it's to train you to fight the boss and it's to sort of be a stumble block along the way because if you had the exact same rooms every single time, you would get to the point fairly quickly where you could just smash through those rooms with no effort whatsoever.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But uh, yeah...
1: But that's the case
0: of someone using procedural generation like a tool to make their game. Mm-hmm. Where it's the ones where like um, uh, I was trying to think, um, Song Songbird. Song, there was a couple mm-hmm. of games that came out a few years ago, and there was there was touting procedural generation like it like it was a selling
1: point. Yeah, or yeah. Just like, no, 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 what was the that, um, What was the space game that was really bad when it first came out? The...
0: All of them. Every space <laughs>
1: game. Uh, yes. Um, oh, what was it called? Uh, it, like, Procedure Generated Planets.
0: Oh, you're about No Man's Cry? Yeah, no, yeah content, no Man's Sky. No
1: yeah. That's a game where the Procedure Generation um did some interesting I, things you know, early on. I,
0: I, I, I... Okay, so, like, No Man's Sky, you're right, is one of them games where, like, I feel bad <laughs> for it because it actually was a good game when it came mm-hmm. out. Like, if you just look, if you just look at it in isolation, just look at the game with no hype. You go, it's pretty fun, mm-hmm. right? And the problem was it wasn't even remotely what they promised. Yeah. Right. So all the people that followed the game's development went, this isn't it. Fuck you. All the people that literally didn't follow it. a cool space game. They Mm. got a cool space game. Uh, the problem, I mean, the problem with that is complicated, obviously, but yeah, like no one's got it. People you say, Oh, it's a terrible game. It was fixed. It was always a good game. It was Mm. always fine. Really fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, if anything, they've added so much content now, it's just absolutely daunting to load in because of all the shit they've added to it. I but, have uh, never actually played the game. Ones, all but...
1: I know about it is there are really weird looking animals. Uh yeah,
0: there are. There are. They're not they're not as bad now. Mm-hmm. But I've just I've just looked on Steam. I can't believe No Man's Guy is still forty quid. That seems ridiculous. Wow, okay. Yeah. Very when nice. did the
1: game come out?
0: Uh twenty sixteen.
1: Jeez, okay. Uh, yeah, that's a little much.
0: Yeah, yeah. To tell you. Oh, I mean, I know. I don't know if you have topics planned for this, but I've got, I've got a topic. Here's, here's something you can talk about. Mm. Have you played? Have you, have you played? Uh, bio, bio.
1: I haven't, bio. but I hear it's a good game, and it's not a good game. I don't know. Okay, so, so
0: first of all, I need to say, bio mutant is is essentially Kingdoms of Amlar, right? It's essentially the, a very similar game to Kingdoms of Amlar with yeah. a drastically different setting, which fools you into thinking it's a drastically different game until you're about 20 hours in, and you're like, actually, I can start, start to see the, you know. Um, it's it's beautiful looking. They've created a wonderful world in it. Um, and then they thought, hey, I'll charge £55 for it. £55! <laughs> and, it's... and I was like, that's literally twice as much money as you should be asking.
1: It is $100 in Australia. That is stupid. No. Is
0: fucking, why is that about? Uh, So I was like, so I went to Humble Bundle, Humble Monthly, Humble, whatever it's called now, humble.store.io. Yeah, yeah, whatever the normal um, is, yeah. And I've got 20% discount because I'm a subscriber to Humble Choices. Mm-hmm. Um, So that got down to £45 or thereabouts. And I was like, that's still too much money, but I'm curious enough to fucking find, I'll buy it. And uh, I loaded it up and I played it, and I've, I've got 29.1 hours on record now, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound like a lot until you realise that was over three days, right? <laughs> right. I, I uh-huh. literally like I was like I I was like it was like started on Friday and I played ten hours and I got up Saturday and played ten hours and I got Sunday and played ten. You know, literally like, like three days, everything. like that. Yeah. Um. Which makes you, which you would think mm-hmm. I go because it was really good. Right? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not. <laughs> No, what happened there was <clears> it was a very nice setting, right? Mm-hmm. And because I like nice settings, that was enough to carry me. And I'm very and like because I like the setting and I like being a little squirrel and running around, right? I was I've just realised there's no tea in this cup. I'm a little bit disappointed. Sorry, I just that was heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> I never um, feel yeah. Like
0: that. <laughs> you get I, I got I like I, I was running around the world. I was being a squirrel. I liked the motion and the fighting, and I, every day I go discover something. Mm-hmm. And for the first. 10 hours that was like i was like this is good i'm really enjoying this it's interesting it's different it's like it's like skyrim if it was not shit you know like that's kind of you know because skyrim is the worst game ever made Whoa. pretty much so, i know the people about to type comments no it
1: is <clears throat> It's not. Wait, we can it's, talk it's, about it's skyrim in a bit
0: it's a bag of shit um anyway like i don't even get me started on fallout um anyway <laughs> but, uh, so i'm enjoying it right after 10 hours i'm like it's good i'm enjoying it and then 10 hours after that i was like i, I was like every time that like it's got this mechanic where i have to like do fights in what they call forts, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, every single one's the exact same fight. I was like, that's sad. Mm-hmm. And then there's other things we have to unify the tribes and stuff. You have to you have to enter their stronghold, and it's like mini fight, mini fight, mm-hmm. very basic puzzle, mini fight. It's over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I've done five of these now. Great. Uh, by the time I got to about 28 hours, I was like, just fucking end, just end already. I'm still really liking the motion in it, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's. When I pay, if I'm going to pay fifty five English pounds for a game, I should be playing that for a hundred hours, right? Should mm-hmm. not be playing mm-hmm. that for thirty hours and going. I just feel like I'm done with it, you know. Um, and I feel like I've seen most things in Biomutant. I don't think there's a lot I haven't seen in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was weird because it, it, it's such a nicely presented setting mm-hmm. that it tricks you into thinking it's a way better game than it is. And then when you start seeing the edges of that and you start going, okay, well. Like there's a there's a mechanic in the game with mounts, right? So yeah. I had this cool hot air balloon mount, right? And I'm like, this is a cool hot air balloon, I'm like you around right, the live my air balloon. And then I was like, I tried to summon my hot air balloon in a different area and it went, Oh no, you can only use that hot air balloon over the desert.
1: Oh.
0: Why? Why why? I just don't want to use my hot air balloon over here to get to that hill because it's boring to climb up it. And it's like why? And then it's got this mechanic where, like, you, you attach spells to the face because I was playing controller. So it's like, right. so, like, it's like the face buttons, I use spells. So if I want to do fire, I go triangle. If I want to do jump, I go I get magic jump, I go X, right? Right. But I had, I didn't just have four skills, I had 10 skills. Mm-hmm. So every time I want to change skill, I go, I go into the menu and reassign the skill to a button to use it to then go back into the menu and reassign the other one back. And I was like, I think of my 30 hours, mm-hmm. I spent 29 hours in the menu changing my, changing my options around. And there's got this other mechanic where you've got this magic power fist, right? And the only time you use the power fist is to punch a hole in a wall. And it's mm. cool, right? So you have to equip the fucking fist every time. Instead of just walk up to the wall and holding down X, which yeah, is what yeah. you think, you have to equip the, the equip the fist, and then hold down X, and then unequip the fist. And it's just like, there are things like that in the game that just make it tedious to play. Mm. So by the time I got to the end, it couldn't end fast enough. And in order to get to the end of the game, you have four boss fights you have to do. right? And they're big, but they're like like you spend your time preparing for the boss in each area essentially that's that's the kind of like little bit breath of the wildy in that way which is not a bad thing at all um but no matter how you build your character it then when you go to the boss fight it goes oh you're on a horse for this boss fight I'm like, I horse. i've never in the horse the mount is moved slower than i can walk as a squirrel and it can't jump and i, I can like jump and shit because i'm like and i've got magic and it goes you can't use magic when Arr. you're mounted And i'm like well, don't make anything <clears you throat> like don't do that and then there's what the next one i was like i'm in water and i'm like okay i'm on like a, a bike in water and i I was built for magic on land so that was terrible mm-hmm. and it was tedious and boring and each boss fight is like that they're, they're, they're so they're so formulaic and scripted and like there's only one way to play the boss fight if you can have a boss in your game just make it a big old bullet sponge just give it loads of health and let me just shoot it mm-hmm. with however i like. Um and I won't give you spoilers, but then it had a shit ending on top of that. Oh, so, ah, yeah. lovely. But yeah, It's weirdly because when it's the first 10 hours, I was like, he doesn't deserve these mixed reviews. Like, sure, it's overpriced, but these reviews are mixed. He doesn't deserve that. But by the time I got to, like, the end of the game, I was like, this game totally deserves mixed reviews, because even I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, it totally makes sense to stop mixed reviews. So, yeah, that was I, my Bio Mutant TED Talk.
1: I saw I'm a thinking. little bit of, of your video on Bio Mutant. It looked like a pretty game, um, a pretty and game. you saw the mixed yeah. reviews. And I'm looking at some of the reviews now, and some of the... Some of these reviews are actually really good. Um and they all good. seem to be around the same point when people are like, this is kind of shit. Like, maybe a $40 game, get it for less than $30 when it's on sale. Uh yeah. this game is a hot girl with no personality.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's you know what? That that should that's misogynistic and wrong, but very good, very well-fried. Okay,
1: okay, here's one then. Something is missing. I feel dead inside when I play this. <laughs> no, I didn't I did enjoy
0: the world. The world was nice, but it was like, it looks it was really
1: like, pretty. I'll, I'll give it that. It is a really pretty really looking pretty game. Good.
0: And it's fun to be a squirrel, but like things like the world, the premise of the game is the world ended an unknown mm-hmm. amount of time ago and the world ended because of pollution. Right. And then it created, it mutated the animals. And now the animals are living in their own society. So it's a post apocalyptic to humans. Mm-hmm. But from their point of view, it's a, it's a freshly built, well, it's like it's an origin story for them, mm-hmm. which is an interesting dichotomy. It's a nice, it's a nice yin and yang to one thing dies. So right problem is they don't expand on that at all right they don't they don't they don't give you any law in the game past a few signposts that go pollution's bad right right um and there's a bit of that and it's got a very heavy environmentalist message which i respect right i'm, I'm totally in favor of that sure um, i like i like lovely.
1: trees trees are good
0: yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's 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 preachy in a way that is unashamed they're like they're like humans fucked up the world because they're dirty meat-eating layabout wankers i'm like yeah we are i'm a human mm-hmm. that's true right i i you know um so I didn't mind any of that. And I thought all the mixed reviews was because I didn't read the reviews before I played the game. Because right. of course I did Don't that do that. very smart, bad.
1: I never, know, never yeah, look at yeah. reviews. Like, yeah.
0: Uh, so I didn't look at any. And I was like, maybe this is why it gets negative reviews on Steam because of the, mm. the preachiness of it. But no one even mentioned that. People seem on board with the ecological message of it, which is good. But yeah, they, like the fact they've got like like you've got this post that like it's recently the humans died out within mm. a couple of generations squirrels live for 20 years so you assume that the world has been a bad. like humans have only been gone for like 50 years right mm-hmm. realistically that's what you assume but i don't know that because there's no law in the game there's all these cool settings and visuals but there's no law there's no world building
1: other than the is visuals. it one of these games that do law through like item descriptions or is there no law whatsoever no
0: but there is law in the game, but it's so basic. It doesn't like even down to like what actually happened to humans. Why is there a tree of life? Is the life ever else on earth? Where am I geographically? Like Mm. there's all these very basic questions that are not explored within the game. And that active, because I was, because even though, you know, I'm not usually a plot guy, I like law. And I Mm would have liked to have like, if there had been little, little things I could stop and read, I would have done. I would have done. And like, and I get they wanted to make a that once again, it wasn't about humans, but I would like to have found some notes about what happens to humans, or mm. even find a couple of human corpses, right? Because you gotta remember, you're a squirrel, right? Sure. You're a squirrel, so you're like you're like three feet tall, because you're a mutant squirrel, right? So when you see cars, like you like when there's a car there, and it's abandoned, you're like eye level is like at the top of the boot of the car, right at the rear of the right, car, right. right? So like, you're really small. So it would have been cool to see human stuff Mm -hmm. and go oh shit humans were massive so if you see a dead human you're like shit me they're massive you know Mm. but there's no there's no leftovers there's it's devoid of the stuff that would have made the world way more deep science fiction right it would have made it way more intricate and that's that's where the game fell then because i feel and this and this sounds like a hyperbolic thing right but they made half a game they Mm -hmm. made the game and then they didn't do the bit where you're supposed to then enrich the game with lore, mm-hmm, and with mm-hmm. artwork, and with and with, and with interesting things. But they made the basics and went ship it quick, ship it quick. And that's sad, really, you know?
1: So if I get it on sale for like, I don't know.
0: Go to my I can't read oh, you have a there. fridge
1: there? you
0: you the Okay, so, okay. Back.
1: So if I got it for like maybe half price, maybe that'll yeah, be, be the
0: if that was a £35 game, mm-hmm. it would be hard to recommend. But honestly, like if I had to pay £35 for it, I would have been like, That's, I had £35 with the fun out. Mm-hmm. But uh, a £55, which is, it's, it's, it's not just not worth it, mm. it's a little bit like, it's a little bit, I feel like they've overpriced it, hoping that when people buy it, they want to get buyer's confirmation and be like, it's great, right. definitely worth £55. And I'm not sure how true that is, but it's not like, if I had to pay like, you know, I mean, Given that I, right now I can buy Kings of Amalur the mm-hmm. remaster for thirty five quid, that's a that's there's a lot more game there for that. I'm just going to check that.
1: Well, there's no fucking way I'm paying a hundred dollars for it. That's not happening. That's stupid. I so, can buy so many fucking games for that.
0: I mean, so you, at full price, you can get Kings of Amalur the re reckoning, right? Mm-hmm. Thirty four ninety nine. And I've played, I've played. Okay, the original Kings of Amalur, I played like sixty hours of, mm-hmm. and I've also played eighteen hours of the remake. So I'm guessing you can get 20 you can you can get like you know 70 hours at of Kings of Amalar easy, mm-hmm. right? For a lot less money. And the remake of Kings of Amalar is a far better game overall, but it lacks the whimsy setting. So yeah.
1: I have never played this everything. game, but it looks cool. Kings of Amalar? Yeah.
0: yeah. That was fucking like, oh god, Kings of Amalar, right? It's fucking great. The original game had a massive had one very large problem, which you have which you had to like you had to just accept. And that mm-hmm. was you had a crappy camera so right it was a camera that was behind your character mm-hmm. but it wasn't it was designed for a four by three ratio so like <laughs> it was it was weird you, you basically your character was just too big in your camera right it was oh, just like okay. but then it, to combat that if you got into combat the camera would zoom out and go to the side mm-hmm. and then that was disorienting but you kind of get used to it after like you know a few hours but the game was good enough to, to carry it mm-hmm. so when they made kings of the they went they went ridiculous and it may have more camera and FOV controls than any game in history. Like, you can zoom out so far that your character's one pixel, and it's the game's like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. So, they, you know, they, they address the problem they had, and the result is the Kings of Amla, the Re-Reckoning, is an absolutely superb game. Like, really is good. Um, and it runs beautifully on pretty much a potato. It's really good.
1: That reminds me of what um, the Vellarin devs did. Uh, I don't know if you know what Vellarin is basically like an open source version of um, Cube World.
0: No, this is this is news to me.
1: Uh, do you know? Wait, you don't know. Do you, wait, do you know what Cube World is? Because that will make this harder. Cube World. I will send you a link to Vellarin. Okay, here you go. <laughs>
0: Whoa, did that come through Jitsi? It Jesus did.
1: Christ, Jitsi's got chat built in? Yeah, yeah, they do. Most don't
0: okay, I'm going to have to copy that now. I'm going to have to paste it in a different browser.
1: I ah, okay, yeah. Uh, basically, really it, it is like Kobe. a... It's yeah. a voxel uh, oh, okay, RPG. Okay, okay,
0: okay. This is like Ace of Spades and stuff like that, right?
1: Uh, uh, yes, but not an FPS. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's basically a voxel RPG. Um. That, I mean,
0: I know it's not a ripping, opinion, but that is fucking hideous, isn't it? That's just horrible to look at. It's like, despite... yeah, not a fan. But carry uh, on, sorry.
1: Anyway, I love this game. It's a great game. Um, but the devs like to pop into my live streams occasionally, and I intentionally break the game. And half the time, they're just like, no, that's a feature. So you can use your mouse wheel to like, scroll out to get like a bigger view of the world. Um, yep. You can scroll out so far that the game map just starts violently shaking and they're like, no, that's a feature. We're not fixing that. That's funny. That's great. Yeah. It's like, too much zoom! You, you can zoom in to first person as well. You want to play this game first person, but hey, it's there. Um, I love the devs. They're awesome people. <laughs> I, um, yeah. High, highly recommend playing Valorant if you want a bit of fun. It's very alpha and will break a lot, but it's fun. Okay, anyway, that was my tangent. It. I just want to talk about the camera.
0: Every time I see a game that, that's like box boxy, mm-hmm. I'm like, "What these are is massive pixels." Mm-hmm. So essentially, and I know this doesn't make—I know this is not true—but in my head, I'm like, it, a game like this, mm-hmm. it's essentially if you take every single cube as a pixel, right. it's like I'm really, in a really low resolution. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> I don't know why it bothers no, me. I, I, I get you. I get you saying that.
1: Yeah. Hmm. No, Does I that mean, I see that it. looks fun. Yeah. is
0: that, that going to come to Steam? Is it or is it just like an open sourcey thing? Uh, yeah, it's just open
1: sourcey. They might put it on Steam at some point. I don't know, but it's it's very alpha right now. And well, they, okay, they had a trading system where the trading system was so broken. Uh, you could buy infinite potions because potions cost less than a rock. You just pick up a rock off the ground and pay for every potion in the shop.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. My favorite bug with that was when um, Borderlands 2 came out, mm-hmm. and you could just give someone negative money. It's like I'll just give you minus three million. Um, there was, a, and then they patched it. So a buddy of mine found out that he could give me all his money mm-hmm. and then hard kill the game, mm. so it didn't write a save game. And then load back in, his money was there, and then give me all his money and hard kill the game, and just do that, and then I just give it back to him, and he'd have like hundred billion.
1: All the Borderlands, um, even if even without that, all the Borderlands games have duping bugs in them anyway. Mm. I remember there was a way I think you could like give someone an item and then just quit out the game and if the game has an auto saved, it just dupes it. It's like whatever. What, it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Borderlands is yeah, Borderlands. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, then Borderlands three happened and we all just stopped. I haven't played three
1: yet, but I've I was playing pre sequel mm. and pre sequel just it felt like it was missing something. It felt like it was, just it was... Borderlands two with out the character it Wasn't that an Australian developer? Don't it mean, was, have to say yeah. Nice things
0: about it, and You have to pretend it's the best one, isn't it? That part of your is that what I, you have to do?
1: No, I'll just pretend that like *Tidesman* Indian *Tiger* is the best game. I'm not going to do it for two games. Okay, fair
0: enough. Um Yeah, no, *Borderlands 2*, I played 120 hours of. I love *Borderlands 2*. It is amazing. I really enjoyed it, but with friends. I didn't enjoy it because it was great. I enjoyed it as a sandbox with friends. Right. right? *Borderlands 1*. Um, I played a total of, like, for 70 hours of that, right? Do you Crossed like desert remaster as well.
1: And Brown? You know what? Borderlands,
0: Borderlands 1 is the best Borderlands game. I know that's not a popular opinion, but because, like, they had, the, they had an actual gun mechanic system so mm-hmm. that it rewarded you for playing the same weapon. Yeah, so, like, buy, like, I played pistols, and I got to the point where I could just, like, shoot a pistol and a rocket would leave my chamber. Mm. And that was, like, not game-breaking, that the game was built to let you do shit like that. And it, it was really... I, I like Borderlands 1. It's, I knew what it was, right? And Borderlands mm-hmm. 2, they went, like... People yeah, they like replaced that with the badass rook. It, which, which was crap, because it was the progression was so slow. It won't you didn't, you didn't feel like... 2% better
1: ammo, 2% better damage, like, no. You can just get a save game,
0: give yourself 10 million badass points, and make the game a lot of fun. Which <laughs> it to do. But uh, then Borderline 3 came out, mm-hmm. and I played 2 hours, 8 minutes, and stopped. <laughs> it's like they went, they went. people hate Claptrap, let's put more Claptrap in it. <sighs> what are you doing? We know is annoying. It's like you might know is annoying. You still fucking. I don't know him. how they
1: ruined Claptrap after the first game. Like I enjoyed Claptrap in the first one. Then they were just like, there was just
0: like, let's just. It's because there wasn't a lot of him. It was mm. just enough to annoy you, and then he fucked off, and he was like, "That's good,
1: yeah." Yeah, fun. that's fair. Then yeah. two, he was an essential character and pre sequel. You could just play Claptrap.
0: No. Yeah. No. No. Pre sequel had pre sequel had terrible like it had great visuals mm-hmm. you know by board like it was it was it was a step up visual wise mm-hmm. some of the system like the the, the thing where you could jump up there and slam down was a yeah. good system right but then they went we also never read a book on level design and like, oh so oh god the hub area
1: in Preseq was so fucking boring it's like right. hey you want to run across the moon for 10 minutes like no stop it I
0: mean, in real life, yes, I want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I totally want to request really the move for 10 minutes, but not in video games. I've done that. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That'd be amazing if did it in real life, though. Anyway, sorry. Tangent. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, but also, like, also like, Borderlands 1, 2. Well, Borderlands 1 wasn't so bad, but 2 in the pre-sequel. Mm-hmm. It's like, you do, like, a whole, let's say, dungeon, mission, whatever, in mm-hmm. area. And then you have to walk back to the entrance, yeah. which is so fucking boring. They needed a button to, like, take me home, like, just exit. Yeah, it's called cool jump off the, the map. End. Yeah, I mean that's what we all do. Like but when you when when your solution is to jo- is to find a place to leap off the map because it's quicker than walking back. Like maybe a return home button, like a little item, yeah, They're like a single use option. You can use it once, and then you have to recharge it, and then mm. you, you know, or you, you know, make it expensive, whatever. But yeah, give me some way to just leave a fucking map, Borderlands. Mm. No, which doesn't. To be fair, I haven't played enough three to find out if that's still a problem. But I assume they fixed it because it's a big problem.
1: Yeah, th- I. All I know about three is it looks kinda cool and all the Borderlands games look kinda not, cool. Yeah,
0: not the Borderlands threes. It's like all the worst things about Borderlands. Like like and I know that and I know I know that's one thing people say and it's a bit like you know a, a fashionable say and all that, but no, mm-hmm. it's uh, it is it is it is one of them where like they just took all the things people didn't like and doubled down on it and it's it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and also my steam's on that thing where I tried to get the Borderlands three page and it gone, when was you born? So obviously they're selecting 1900 but then it didn't undraw the box, the drop-down box. Right. So I'm like looking right now, and I'm not like, on the Steam page. And I've just got this fucking drop-down box just hanging out on the page, which is ludicrous. Oh, I'm going to send you. I'm going to. I'm going to send you a link.
1: Yeah, a link. send me a link. Oh, wow. Ooh, crazy. Look at that shit. Look at that shit. It's just oh wow, just oh, hanging out on my Steam page. Okay. God, oh God. And... Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Yeah, just, just just that's there
0: now and it's not just the Borderlands page, that's all that's the whole of Steam now it's got that. Oh jeez. So yeah. So now we we'll exit Steam and reload it to get rid of that. Good good work, Steam.
1: Wait, Sorry. it asks you Does it always ask you for your age if you're logged into Steam? Does never yeah. I why? Steam, why do you do that? Oh, no. Stop. It's dumb. I've told you how many
0: times I have to tell you I was born in
1: 1900. <laughs> it okay, I'm looking at screenshots of three and it like has the same sort of style as Borderlands but that's what you'd expect um, yeah no visually
0: it's fine the, the visuals are not a problem yeah but you've got way more claptrap way mm-hmm. more annoying jokes that you can't skip and just they, they stick there the, 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 the first portion of the game takes place on Pandora which is the same place as the oh uh, right the yeah three
1: other, you uh, go around the galaxy don't you
0: yeah, yeah um, but it starts off in Pandora mm-hmm. which is the most boring Place to be like it's it's like they, the version of Pandora. There it's like because I've played three games on Pandora. I'm, yeah. I'm done with Pandora at this point, so it's just tedious now.
1: It kind of would have made sense if they did, you know, started a little later. We've we're done with Pandora. pandora's done. We've got the vault twice. Let's leave. Well, I mean, they. I mean, to be fair to them, after about two hours, you do leave. But okay. then I
0: was like, oh look, I'm on another. Fucking tedious planet Yeah but it's just, The first page you goes through Is like cyberpunk visuals and it's a bit mm-hmm. nicer But then it's just like A bit of a barren wasteland And it's like oh, It's just a, It's a waste. It's a city desert Instead of a desert desert mm. So yeah Yeah,
1: they're, yeah they're they big, seem to really support. like Just open wastelands Prequels: the moon yeah. One you had an actual desert Two you had An ice desert
0: I mean things in one though That desert At least it was interesting Right like it wasn't Just a the desert That was yeah. they, They'd added a few things to it And it just You know had made it cool They'd, they'd, they'd made a cool desert.
1: I okay. I <laughs> so one of my mates told me that I'd played all the way through one with him. I couldn't remember doing that. It just left my mind. I... That's how much I enjoyed Borderlands One.
0: Wait, that's the thing about One. Like you're right. One is not a very memorable game, but it's a very satisfying shooter with interesting mechanics mm-hmm. and and it, it's less. It's a role play shooter in the same way the others are. It's less role playing. It's more. It's a more solid shooter. Yeah, and that's what I want in my shooters. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I. If you said to, me, I play Borderlands, and I'd say no. But if they said do you want to play Borderlands One specifically. I'd be like, yeah, I'll, yeah, mm-hmm. all right, I'll do
1: that. I'm up for that. Um, mm. But
0: yeah, I think that's that's just because I really I like the shooting mechanics quite a lot. And I was happy to to be in them shooting mechanics.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I, you you're probably right about that. Uh, they should have expanded upon the. The gun proficiency system rather than completely, rather than just it.
0: taking it out. Yeah, you know because I thought the gun proficiency might find its way back to Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was kind of I was excited, excited is the wrong word, but I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah, that sounds cool, bring it back. No, as far as I can tell, it's just not in there. As far as I can tell,
1: well, but, yeah, speaking can, of uh, crazy. games <laughs> that you love, uh, tell, tell me about oh. Skyrim. What, what, why is Skyrim such a bad game? I need I to hear your take on I this. Mean,
0: I mean, okay. So I'm not like this isn't a crusade or anything, right? But like, like Skyrim's like I've like I've I've got Skyrim's not fun, right? Like it's not it's it's so fucking boring. The opening's cool, right? But also very boring. Like it's cool (laughs) while simultaneously I'm going, I just want to I just want to get my mouse back. I just want to I just want to do something, Um, and then you do something, and then it goes here's big old boring place and you go off from and the reason you have to use fast travel is because their world is so fucking boring you don't want to walk through it. And you know, and then you see I see people who've got like nine million hours in Skyrim. I'm like, do you not know about Oblivion or Morrowind or literally any other game? Like, I don't understand, you know? Um, but yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not like I've got. You know, I'm not grinding. I've got some. Like you should. You should talk to Drew and Chris, man. They fucking. They'll. They'll tell you about Skyrim. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should come on. You should come out a trendy talk podcast. Now they'll, they'll fucking tell you about Skyrim. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I will have to do but yeah.
0: that. Um, <laughs> but it's no. It's got, in it's got, I mean, Like Oblivion. Like like Morrowind was. You know, it's an amazing game that's got historically important, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Oblivion, which is watered down, but still. Charming in its own way. Even with sure. all it's stupid, all of the stupid stuff in there it's still you can still f- stumble across shit. And then Skyrim is just a lot of emptiness with caves that don't go anywhere, do anything. And yeah, yeah and it's just and it's like and it's very console fied as well. The interface is very console y
1: You know, um, I wasn't yeah, agreeing with you beforehand, but I think you're onto something here.
0: That's the thing. When I say things about games, I've thought about it. It's, it's just, I think it's a ruined games you love. There you go.
1: <laughs> I thought I, I think. Uh, 300 hours in Skyrim, so...
0: Yeah, and a bet, like, when you're honest, like, you'll say hour, hour 30 was the same as hour 300. Like, it's just other than... Yeah. So oh, I've, okay, got, f- I've got 59 hours logged, right, on Steam, and I've played it on consoles. And I just, like, it's fine. Well, to be it's fair, I played
1: so- it on PS3, so a good part of that 100 hours was loading screens. It's about 200 of us probably loading
0: screens on PS3 then. Fucking loading screens.
1: Also, on PS3, the game was buggy as hell, so... I think my first save... No, my second save... No, no, no.
0: That wasn't on PS3. That's Bethesda at work.
1: No, no. This was a PS3-specific bug. On... Okay, so on my second save, it actually was one of the story missions softlocked. So you, there was a, like one where you had to like put a a claw thing in a wall, and if you did that, that they was supposed to open. It didn't open. You restart the game, didn't open. Leave, come that. back, didn't open. Never opened.
0: Okay. Recently I had that. I don't know if I, I might have told it before. I played I tried playing Warhammer Chaos Bane with a friend online, right? Have mm-hmm. you played Warhammer Chaos Bane? Right? Uh, if you've not played it, it's uh essentially Diablo 3. Right? Mm-hmm. It's Diablo 3, right? It's quite I mean, I like these sorts of games, but I especially like co-op stuff, right? So me and my buddy was like, Yeah, right, like, okay. So we did a mission that took us 40 minutes mm-hmm. and we got to the end and we couldn't figure out how to exit. And we're like, well, how do we how do we finish this mission? Um <laughs> After literally an hour, mm-hmm. we went on we went on YouTube and then we watched someone's playthrough and we're like, okay, okay, we did that fast forward, we did that, yeah. And then I talk to this guy. It's like, Where's the where's the guy? <laughs> where's the guy? Where the fuck's the guy? And the guy hasn't spawned up, right? Which is like in itself quite annoying, right? Mm-hmm. Um and then was like, okay, we'll give it another chance. We did so we did the mission again. It worked, turns out to be a five-minute mission when you've got the guy to talk to. Right. And we goes on to the next mission. like, and, and my buddy's there, and he picks the mission. I goes, Where'd you pick the mission from? He's like, This woman right here. And I'm like, <laughs> Where is she? And he goes, and he shows me his screen. I'm like, I'm literally like, there is no one there on my screen. Um, yeah, three hours in that game, we just both were like, you know what? No, no. And that those are fucking books. Mm-hmm. But I hate that when a bug, when you don't know a game is bugged, and you just like, have I done something wrong? Is it me? You know, mm-hmm. and like at least if at least when Skyrim bugs, it goes nope, I'm fucked. You know, at least at least it knows well to tell you mm-hmm. that. But yeah, don't play Carro's with friends. It might be fine in single player, but I just did not want to play it in single player. But don't. Yeah, it's not well, worth it has
1: it. very mixed reviews. So I,
0: I bet. I mean, I'm guessing that it's because bugs because it is horrendous. Uh, uh, let's
1: see. If not, if not for big. Uh, big ass Warhammer blast in the game, banner. no one would care. Uh, no one cares. But
0: Warhammer's not a- like Warhammer give a license. If I wanted to make a Warhammer game, they'd give me a license. The Warhammer name is just a- <laughs> at this point. It's like it's like it's like saying space, isn't it? It's like it's just such a thing. It's just a- mm-hmm. such a huge thing that no one cares about.
1: So I I love it when a game is buggy, but not buggy in a way that breaks the game. Um, mm. like I was playing Kingdom Hearts the other day, and that game. Man, I forgot how buggy the first Kingdom Hearts was. So, there was... I was going through Halloween Town and this enemy decided to attack me and then just jump off the map. It's like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, why did you uh, do that?
0: Yeah, like, like what literally just like... Just literally like flies away or just runs off.
1: So, there's this enemy that's got like... It's got these like uh, long arms and it can like sort of glide with them. So it like jumped, right. got stuck on a bit of the terrain, and then just disappeared.
0: My, uh, my two favourite bugs in games that I've encountered, right, was uh, Diablo 3 had a 1. Early on in Diablo 3, there's the little town with this village, and there's a guy who stabs you, right? Like mm. a little NPC that stabs you, right? Um, He got obsessed with me and followed me around for the rest <laughs> of the game. Like, he followed me around the entire zone, just stabbing. And I'm, he's doing like 1 damage, and I'm like, I've, I've got 200 hours logged, mate, I, I don't care. He's just following me around. And I, I I teleported away from the area, and I was again. I was playing with a buddy. I teleported away from the area, and he just stops. He just turns to my buddy. He's just like stab. stab, stab. I came back. He's like, oh, you are back? Stab. Stab. Like I don't know what happened there. Ooh. Like but we left the zone and came back, and it was fine. But like he followed us all the way around the zone. We called him Stabby Joe, and we made him a member of our party. It was it was it was it was just delightful. And then my next favorite bug is um. Is I played Star Trek, the Star Trek game. What was mm-hmm. just called Star Trek, uh, that was the game based off the new the the the, the Abrams movies, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I played that with a buddy, and uh, one time Spock's head floated away, just just his head. The rest of him was fine. Mm-hmm. But his head left, uh, and then other times where like he like my buddy was talking to me, and he just starts sliding off the screen. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. Why is the world moving away from me? <laughs> and he just slides off. It was just, that game was just. Brilliant. Oh. Every time it crashed, it was so fucked up that he didn't mind. He was like, I've just seen something that no human should see. It's great. It's great. Because that's probably why it's not on Steam anymore,
1: to be fair. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> because of your Discord, I, I found a game called Christar. And man, Christar is a game that looks great in the first like five hours. And I finished the fucking game. I finished all three of the playthroughs. And that game is so. If you want a game that's boring, so these are like hand-designed levels, but every level looks exactly the same.
0: Yeah, at that point, i prefer procedural. So you can put this on my Discord. Someone's recommended this on my Discord.
1: Yeah. Um, the, the fir- okay, the first area is good. It's once you realize every area is the first area, that's when it's fucking boring. Um, basically, the way they differentiate the areas is they use a different colored filter. So the first area is purple. Then it's like like, white, and then it's, like, dark, and then it's yellow, and they all look the fucking same. Um, Doesn't help, the combat is just mind-numbing. If you want a game where to win, you just press X, literally just press X to win every single fight. I... yeah. But... I... I... yeah. But (laughs) the the, the reason I brought that up now is (laughs) because the AI in that game is so, so easy to break, um. So the larger enemies Don't have good pathfinding So if there's like An area that has a ledge They will just Try to follow you up the ledge But can't walk up ledges And you just stand there <laughs> but So you paid £50 for this No I got it half price Okay it's
0: like that's What is it? It's like a
1: spectacle fighter is it? I like, uh, it? Sure we'll call it a spectacle fighter Why not? It seems to think it's a spectacle fighter <laughs> it's
0: Beam up Oh Steam tags at work again. Action RPG female protagonist anime. What is it though? <laughs>
1: it's a okay, spectacle yeah. fighter without the spectacle.
0: Oh, so it's like a
1: fighter. Yes. Just just make a spectacle fighter with the like most boring combat mechanics you've ever seen.
0: It's like Bayonetta if she had backache sort of thing.
1: Basically, yes. Um, also, half the characters are unplayable. So the first, the first girl you get, she doesn't have a... Any decent abilities until like 30 hours in the game. Second girl you get, her range is like, I don't know, two inches in front of her and she's unusable. Then you eventually get a girl who's actually usable and then you play nothing but her. Then the last girl you get, her defense is so low that if you play her before like the 40 hour mark, you just get one shot by most things. Um. I want someone
0: to clip the moment where you say, where you talk about the third girl you get is pretty usable because that goes out, <laughs> out of context
1: perfect someone's gonna do it now yeah, yeah. Um,
0: work, guys. DM, dm me that guys
1: but um, you could also soft lock one of the late game bosses because if they so the attack patterns were very very readable and this uh this boss wouldn't attack you until they got far enough away from you and their movement speed was the same as your running speed so if you just followed them they would never attack you <laughs>
0: Imagine that. I did, how did you beat the boss? I got really close. He was uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> also, the bus is a girl that turns into a bus. Because anime. Sorry.
0: Did you say a bus?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, she got like, hit. Like, yeah. Yeah. A bus. So the the whole premise of the game is basically everyone's super depressed because they've got shit lives. Like the main the main girl. This isn't a spoiler. It happens in the first five minutes. She she dies and then of reasons that I can't explain she kills her sister and then she her sister gets brought back to life and then she kills her sister again and then she's like super depressed for a while and then the Lex girl that comes in she's like yeah uh, I got dragged down to the hell and my my baby died like what the fuck am I playing <laughs> and everyone's like that everyone's just super depressed the entire game but the girl who turns into a bus how
0: much of this did you play
1: the entire thing But it's I don't know I played it on stream Oh yeah, that makes sense. But the girl turned into a bus. The reason she turned into a bus is because she died in a bus crash. She's <laughs> like, okay, okay. sure. Because I've seen choke
0: on, on ice cream or something. She turned into.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. uh, also they um, the so there's a girl who the entire game you think she's important and so this is one of your party members you think she's important maybe she's like uh because she's lost her memory. Maybe she's like a friend of the main character and didn't remember it. No, it turns out she's just like some random person that was never introduced prior to that point. She's like, okay, just like a person. Cool. So a wasted who, character. Who in, my, who in my Discord recommended this and would you like I don't to remember. Them? I, I think it was just what? some random person. Okay, I'm, I'm,
0: I'll, I'll find out who it is <laughs> and we'll ban them for like, No, not recommend terrible games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it probably needs Paul because then it's Paul's got some got some got some playtime in it as well. So also, yeah. what's with the achievements on this game? It's just it's just fifty-one pictures of the same dog. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, that's, a, they couldn't come fun. up with achievement art. They're just like, here's a picture of the dog. The dog, actually, no. To be fair, the dog's the best character, um, and it it's a really it old. Doesn't
0: fucking talk.
1: It lit. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. There's one voice line for the dog. <laughs> Every oh, time it's the exact same like, woof, it's wolf. like woof, and that's the, yeah, that's
0: all <laughs> I like. I like, I love it when voice actors do that. You give a voice actor a script and it goes woof, and he just goes woof, <laughs> like make a bark sound, and then it says
1: woof, <laughs> woof, <laughs> woof. Every time that, that happened, I just had to go along with it because it was just it was clearly a person doing the woof, they didn't even get a dog doing it.
0: Well, you get a human to make a bark sound. Voice actors do that, right? Like, mm. if you ask them.
1: I'm sure they, they can, but this guy couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, he probably could. He was like,
0: I- I've read the script for this game, so woof is all you're getting at me.
1: When I got, oh, the the thing that sort of so, like, made me realize how great this game was when I got to the, the final credits at the bottom, made with Unity. It's like perfect.
0: Oh man, we can't do Unity. Oh, Unity's fine. I, okay,
1: I, I love Unity, but it's also the game engine of like shit devs. There are but amazing I, I games bad,
0: Like I feel, I feel bad for you. Like I, I always have a thing like where, where I, like, I feel like the engine is not responsible for the game. I know it is. Like well, yeah, they of have the built-in, shows, built-in but, like, Unity yeah. store.
1: That's why people yeah. do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, this game says similar to games you've played, Tales of Berseria and Lacrimosa of Dana, and I'm like, okay, I don't it, it, believe this. Game it's a JRPG. Yeah. in Accent. the censor is a JRPG maybe. That's bad. Wait, let me
1: grab something.
0: One sec. If he comes if he comes oh, back no, with a dildo bat, bat, I'm not really impressed. It's like it's definitely gonna be a dildo bat. He's okay. gone. Okay, definitely I can hear you. Cool. Dildo bat. Oh you can hear me. I should stop talking about a dildo bat. Um Okay, you No you... one mentioned
1: dildo bats. No, that's 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 something different. That's 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 Saints Row. That's a good game. Here's a game that you don't like. <sighs>
0: Oh man, that game, did you play that? Did I love run? Tales of
1: Bizarre, it's it. so fucking okay, good.
0: Okay, well I'm really glad then because maybe you can explain the fucking combat because it makes no sense. <laughs> it's nonsense. Like, I wanna fight by close in a video in the video, I closed my eyes and I tapped X till I heard the wind sound.
1: The fuck is that about? Okay, to be fair, the early game combat in that game is actually brainless. Like you you, you don't need to think at all. Didn't I? I put her on auto, and every time I got in a fight, I made a cup of tea.
0: <laughs> like, but the thing is, the plot was really cool. I wanted to like it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's so boring.
1: I a hundred percent agree with your take that uh, Velvet is an amazing character.
0: Yeah, she's really cool. She's interesting, cool. But her head is so round. What's that about? <laughs> I mean, I've got quite a round head. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm also not protect like a protagonist in an anime girl game. So you know, maybe I should be. Uh, (laughs) So so the combat does get better Is it worth sticking with? Should I stick with it?
1: If you don't enjoy the combat as it is You're not going to enjoy it later Because it gets If you don't understand the combat system When you have the other characters in your party It's going to get way worse Velvet is the easiest character to play
0: I tried to understand the combat system It wasn't I didn't purposely avoid the combat Mm -hmm. Like I've tried to understand But I was like what you're saying is I can link it so that each button, yes, is an escalating car co- is a combo. So each button is a combo button, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, <clears> I'm gonna put all my most advanced attacks on one button and just spam that. Like and that and, and I so I was like, I must be misunderstanding this because that seems stupid. Mm-hmm. So then I went online and watched some YouTube videos where people basically went, they're all combos, they so can just you know, and I was like, Well, that's not fun, that's just pushing X four times and then pushing X like four, four, four. What like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And I was like. That's it. Just tap it next Rid- okay. okay. Velvet is a That's weird like...
1: character, because Velvet's attack Okay, so all of the characters play very differently. You had um yeah. You had um Roku on your party, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know who that is. That was the so, um, yeah.
1: that was the, the ninja guy. Ninja guy, the yeah, samurai guy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the, the,
1: the you probably who... noticed he played very, very differently to the way Velvet yeah, I did, did. Yeah. and was yeah. fucking awful to play, probably.
0: Well, I did I wanted to play Velvet because I actually liked her and I was like, I want to play the lead character. The character I'm, I'm exploring the world with is the one I want to play with, right? Mm-hmm. So like, that, that, that makes sense to me. But yeah, I just I just I really wanted to because I like collecting <clears> all the little <throat> floating soul things. That was cool.
1: So and I like the setting. Yeah. That ability system is basically fundamental to making the combat actually playable later in the game. So you, basically, your aim is to set up your combos so you can build up that gauge as quickly as possible. The thing with Velvet is all of her attacks build up that combo gauge, whereas other characters, some of their abilities are like, do a stun or do a poison, things like that. Velvet does have things like that, but her main thing is building up that gauge. Um, But when you get to people like... Actually, Lafacette is really bad to play. That's going to be the caster. A lot of his attacks are, like, incredibly slow. It's a caster in a spectacle fighter that plays like it's in, like wow or something so there are like attacks that have a five second build up to use and it just doesn't work in the combat system um I think the only character that plays well in my mind is Eleanor who comes in way later because she kind of plays like Velvet does um yeah so you
0: don't you don't you, I mean I know you said you enjoyed it but it sounds like you hate it no I, I enjoy like
1: okay I enjoy playing Velvet Velvet makes the game fun anyone else can go fucking die. I don't care about them. They're... Also, I, I just like the story. The story yeah, the, the, start, the story I, is what held me.
0: I kind of think that sometimes in JRPGs, not often, but some JRPGs, Tales of Bacera be one of them. Mm. I feel like it should be a mode where combat is auto-resolved in a, like, in a very quick cut. That's so, like, called you know, combat beginner mode. I feel like that, but I feel like that because I wanted the story, but I didn't want mm-hmm. the combat i missed out on the story because i hated the combat so like mm-hmm. just, just just don't bother with combat just just literally just auto resolve in like two seconds just mm-hmm. just give me a cutscene that just goes win lose done Or mm-hmm. you took this much damage you lost these many items you know because like i think that'd be it but yeah uh, it just the for me like I, I can't stick with a game where i hate the combat yeah, for fair. the story what i'm going to be doing most of the time i'm going to be doing combat not story so, well the
1: yeah. thing you said about the combat being pretty that's Usually, what holds me in a combat system, I can ignore a shitty combat system if it looks good. Yeah, it looks like
0: I'm doing loads. Look, I look amazing. Yeah. And then but, when you go yeah, into like
1: yeah, velvet's like beast form, everything gets crazy.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it's it's the, the, it did look cool. I must admit, it, mm-hmm. it, I haven't uninstalled. I've kept it installed because I'm like I'm like I I, I want to go back to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you, I mean, you've not said anything that's made me think the combat. Well, no, would if, be a good if if you don't
1: one. like the combat as it is, you will hate it. Yeah. Once you learn it, and if you like that system, you'll enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, when at the, the the thing, okay, the thing with how you're explain, explaining the combat system—if that's how you look at the combat system—you will never enjoy it because it it's yeah. gonna feel like that the entire game.
0: I mean, I feel like I feel like I look at the combat system like that because it is like that. Like, once you break it down to mechanics, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. It's a combat. It's, it's a combat. You also a combo just don't button. have
1: many abilities uh, yeah. to actually put in those slots. Yeah. Later on, you actually do have a lot of stuff where you might want to have different things on the different chains, where you might want to do yeah, a like, combo that starts XX and then you want to go triangle-triangle or something.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. No, I get that. But yeah, it's i could see i could see the appeal of it but it seems like i spend more time planning my combat than doing my combat I would like to mm-hmm. understand that and it yeah and the jrpg i played before that was yeast night no, it was yeast eight the lacrimosa of dana mm-hmm. which is like very fluid and even though it's sim- it's more simplistic it's fluid and fun mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. to go from that to to, to over to tells bazaar i was like not really for me you know
1: bazaar probably has the best combat system i've played in the franchise it if you go to the earlier oh, games yes. if it's way worse like, someone's yeah, going yeah, to tell gonna... me Zestiria has a great combat system. I think they're wrong, but, yeah. It's like,
0: no, you don't want to, do no, you're wrong. <laughs> they're, they're wrong. They're wrong. Yeah,
1: Yeah, this looks... yeah I, I think I've had this on my radar for a while. I just haven't. Yeah, the Aquimastered Data
0: is, like, the best JRPG I've ever played. It's fucking great. It's got a great plot, excellent escalation, fun mm-hmm. characters. It's not a game about saving the world. It's about getting off an island. Mm. Like it's like it's like and like you do. It does escalate past that, but like the, the objective of the characters is pragmatic and reasonable from the start. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm going to take down the government to get revenge for my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, it's none of that shit. It's just literally like we're dealing with problems as they occur because we want to stay alive. And it's, right. it's relatable in a way that JRPGs usually aren't. And as it escalates beyond that, by that point you're already invested in their lives, and you know mm-hmm. and it gives you time to get on board. Um, And then, yeah, you've got interesting environmental puzzles, interesting set of characters. Um, The progression is the gatewaying is done so that you need certain items to progress. You've got a bit of Metroidvania stuff going on. And yeah, it's it's essentially the perfect JRPG, in my opinion.
1: I guess, actually, you would have gotten far enough in Berseria to sort of work out where the plot was sort of going. Taking down the leader of the church, defeating God... General JRPG no, stuff.
0: No, it's, no, it's a JRPGs. Like It starts off with, I've stubbed my toe and ends with, let's kill God. Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's a JRPG. Why JRPGs have to end with killing God? Like, and sometimes, you to play a JRPG and it's like, we've got this problem. And it's like, I've got to find some bread. And it's like, oh, in order to find the bread, I must defeat Satan. It's like, whoa. <laughs> just buy some butter. Just, <laughs> just go to the shop. No, we will take on the hell itself. It's like, no, no. Stop it, JRPGs. You don't always that- have to defeat God.
1: That's why I really enjoy Kingdom Hearts, because it fully embraces that. Like the first game, you're like, How many times can we say fucking darkness in this game? Oh, okay, we've we've uh we've killed a guy who's trying to like take over the door to light. Oh, King Mickey's in the door. Okay, uh, turns out there's two keyblades now. Oh, there's time travel. What? Why is there time travel? Why is why is why is the end Okay, so here's here's this new dude, we don't know what his- who he is? He rocks? Oh, he's actually, he's actually Sora, but Sora lost his heart. Now he's like, Sora's nobody. Oh, okay. Now right. we have the same antagonist as the first game, but now it's the nobody rather than the heartless version. Oh, third game's here. Oh, everyone is the same person. Literally everyone is Xehanort. Xehanort came from the past. He came from the future. He came from, like, taking over someone's body. What right. is happening? I, I don't know.
0: I saw a video that said, Kingdom Hearts lore as fast as possible. And it was two hours long. <laughs> I was like, I looked at it. I was like, Have I missed? A, is that two minutes? So I, I did that thing where I cleaned my glasses and came back to it. And I was like, No, no, so that's a two-hour video. And like that, I was like, No, that 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 sounds amazing. But I want no part of it. No
1: Kingdom Hearts. Okay, it's a game where if you don't understand anything that's happening, it's still fun because yeah. the combat is really fun. It's Smash X to win, but it's beautiful combat and. If you play on the harder difficulties, you actually do have to, like, think about what you're doing. But, um, if you care about no, the no. lore, it's, you can it's, get it's, very it's deep it. into this game that makes no sense. Like, Nomura just makes stuff up as he goes. This is what would happen if the Final Fantasy games all connected to each other.
0: I'd be awful. I'd be so fucking... Like, you know what? If i I'd... I don't, know if I've, I don't know if I said this last time I was on your show, right? But, like, like Final Fantasy has no business being the, the number one JRPG. The yeast games <laughs> are better in every way you can measure, and no one's fucking heard of them. It's, like, so weird, but they're so good. And it's, like, I don't understand. And all the lore kind of connects in ways mm-hmm. that make sense because they're all, essentially, the, the, the premise is that all of the yeast games are entries in a diary that someone has found. Mm-hmm. So someone's reading the diary of this ancient hero, um, so you don't really know when the game's actually set. It's all done, you know, every game is a different flashback, mm-hmm. essentially. So they can jump around time, and they don't need to explain things, but they can also, if they want, draw another game without any problems. And that frees them up to do something. The yeast games are so much better than Final Fantasy. Mm. On, you know, on every level of the visuals, obviously, because Final Fantasy games are fucking beautiful, and yeast games look like they were stood on. So, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at screenshots right now. It looks like an early PS3 game.
0: It does. They look. So they, look they look awful, but they're great. So, you know. But uh, they haven't got the budget of Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But I yeah, like get
0: Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. I'm looking at Kingdom Hearts screenshots. And there's some JRPG folks and Donald Duck. Yeah, I'm so... Like,
1: the, why? Donald, okay, Donald Duck and Goofy are like in the main party. And... Why? Be, because Disney. Why? The Disney stuff doesn't matter. It actually literally does not matter to the plot. It's just like, hey, Disney worlds. Um, basically, you just go around the universe saving Disney problems like in the first game, you visit you visit Wonderland uh, to go see you know Al- it's Alice in Wonderland. Then you go to meet Tarzan. Then you go meet uh, Jack Skellington. Then you go meet then you go what what where else do you go? Oh, you go meet um you go meet Pinocchio. And none of the, literally none of the Disney stuff matters. It's the Final Fantasy characters and Nomura's acid trip that is the main story.
0: Right. I- Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. You've explained Kingdom Hearts, and I'm more confused than I was before. No, you that's, started how, that's how that's how it feels.
1: Yeah, that's how it feels. The yeah. more you know about this uh, game, that's... the less it makes sense. I'm a Kingdom Heart. Also, on
0: one of the screenshots, Daffy Duck is a blue cyclops. You mean Donald Duck? I don't know the duck. I don't know.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. You, I, I in in the third game, you go to the Monsters Inc. world. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm also. I also feel like I just got a little bit, like a little bit of shade thrown for not knowing my ducks, which is I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how to deal with that.
1: <laughs> but no. So yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Okay, I'll, I'll explain one part of Kingdom Hearts that just makes the game just nonsense. So there was a game called Dream Drop Distance, which was. Oh, sort I,
0: of, I need to get my notepad. Sorry.
1: Oh. <laughs> so this game oh. was sort of important because the main character uh and his best friend they were like trained to become the new keyblade masters um what's key master? key, the keyblade master the keyblade is like the main the the main important weapon like every, all the important people have keyblades it's a it's a key on a sword that's all you need to know about a keyblade it unlocks things this is wait
0: this is how my mom feels when i talk about star trek <laughs> isn't it
1: <laughs> i think so
0: Okay.
1: Anyway, oh, yes, term. Keyblades. Um, and you go, you go to the sleeping worlds, which are like the the regular worlds, but they've been in, they've been like absorbed by the darkness. Just except the darkness is just like the blanket term for everything bad. Um, so you go to these things, you do things in worlds, you become, you, you leave, you you become a Keyblade Master, or you don't become a Keyblade Master. All, all that stuff happens, but this game wasn't like super important to the plot. Until a mobile game came out called Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Now, (laughs) when Union Cross finished, it turns out that all of, like, the enemies in the the sleeping worlds were actually, like, the people from the past. Like, and they've been sent to sleep in, in the sleeping world so they can, like, I don't know, fight in a future Keyblade War or something. So throughout that entire game, basically, you're just murdering children and you're, like, super happy about it. Because Tetsuya fine. Nomura um, I mean Kingdom I mean, Hearts yeah, okay. As I said, yeah. this is what would happen If Nomura was allowed to make all the Final Fantasy games Connect to each other
0: uh, Yeah, I, I I think at some point My brain stopped being able to process Anything you was talking about Then I just was uh, like, nope, I literally can't do uh, it
1: Yeah, you don't want me to start explaining A, a Xehanort like, and I what I like, norting I means I then like, I'm
0: enjoying that you follow this. That you're actually like you're you're on board with the lore of this. I'm I'm enjoying that. You're like you're you're fired up as fuck. It, it makes me curious. It's I, they're not out on the Switch though, are they? I can't get the games on the Switch, can
1: I? No, there is there. This actually pissed me off. There is a PC release, and it uses really shitty DRM, and you can't run it on Linux. Is it not?
0: Is it not on? It not on uh, it's on the Epic Store. Is it not? Is it not on GeForce Now?
1: Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna, check, I'm, gonna
0: check. I'm gonna go to GeForce Now right now and type in Kingdom Hearts Kingdom.
1: I wanted to play it on Linux, but the DRM, yeah, it's just a mess.
0: it's not on it's not on GeForce now.
1: Mm, maybe one day.
0: Yeah, not on not on GeForce now. Pretty soon all the games in the world will be on GeForce now. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for when GeForce now goes, fuck it, we'll I have PlayStation 2 games as well. Yeah, so, so, so oh, I didn't not, really so care about GeForce
1: now a while back. So g- give, wh- why should I care about GeForce now? What's so great about it?
0: Okay, so like, okay, so streaming as a thing with mm-hmm. um, streaming as a, as a, as, a, as a as as an implementation. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's pretend that streaming as an implementation is perfect. So in the okay, theory pretend, of a perfect sure. connection, uh, no, no. But let's pretend for for the sake of argument. Right? Okay. So there's a game you want to play. It's a hundred gig. You don't want right. to install it, right? So you own it already on Steam. So you open up GeForce Now in a web page, and you go, you type in the name of the game, it goes, oh, this game is available on GeForce Now. You go, I've got it on Steam. Mm-hmm. So you tick the little box that says Steam. You hit play. It logs into your Steam account, where the game is instantly available, and mm-hmm. suddenly, you're playing the game, right? Mm-hmm. And then the downsides being that it's not perfect all the time, and there, are, there is sometimes some artifacting and some latency. Not as much as you think. I played pretty much the whole of Biomutants in GeForce Now. Like, it was fine. Mm-hmm. And the other problem is it's limited to 1080p, so you're That's not playing. I just 4, used 1080p anyway. Yeah, it's, it's a shame it's limited <clears throat> because like like it's more the ultra wide resolutions and stuff. It'd be nice if it supported those. Um, but yeah, it's it's I'm essentially stuck at 1080, which is a nightmare on my screen. Not mm-hmm. a nightmare, but yeah, it's a problem on my screen. Um, but yeah, and mostly the latency is to good enough that I don't really notice it most of the time. It's no worse than playing on a controller, like right. on, on like an Xbox or something. It's fine. Um, I wouldn't want to play Counter Strike on there, but, you know, a mm. third, third person single player game, that's fine. Um, but GeForce Now, the joy of it is, unlike the other services, with Stadia or with any, or with one of the other services, I have to buy the game on their service. Right. So GeForce Now, they are owned for five, for, for whatever it is a month that used to be five pound a month, they're giving you access to their infrastructure where you supply your own games. So mm. I buy a game on Steam, I play on GeForce Now, and I don't, I don't have to. I don't have to give them any. I've got no buy in with them, right? Like, I don't, right. like, it doesn't, if they go away, it doesn't matter. I still own my games. And that gives you more confidence with it, as well as lets you use the, the wider stream infrastructure, which makes life easier for mm-hmm. Linux people. Because, you know, all our friends are on Steam. And if you've ever tried to play a multiplayer game where one person's on Steam and one person's, one person's on Origin, you're like, nope, that's not working. Mm-hmm, Whereas GeForce, mm-hmm. now, GeForce Now lets you use Steam. So you, you don't have that problem. It's not a separate platform like that. Mm-hmm. But it's uh it's good because like it's been getting better. And genuinely, it's about like I played the whole of pretty much the whole of Bio Mutants in it, and it was fine. Like I have no no problems with it. I played the, I've only played Cyberpunk in GeForce now as well because mm-hmm. it's like two million gig, and I don't want to keep it installed, so I just use GeForce now. uh It's fine. uh It's not for everyone because obviously a lot of people have got connections that can't do it, and yeah. a lot of people live in areas where it's not available. But it is available in my area, and my connection is good enough. And if a game's on GeForce Now, I don't really bother installing it usually because I can just play it on GeForce Now. Hmm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's nice and it's it's a reasonable price and it's and as much as people talk about the future of streaming being bad, GeForce Now is good because it's straddling that because you're you still own your games. So all the arguments against streaming don't exist. Well, it's just, own your it's games as much as you really own it. your games with Steam. Well, I mean, I've always I've made the argument that that's you don't own a game like mm-hmm. unless you are less like i own my switch games because i hold them in my hand right Sure. like they're cartridges but if you don't own a disc or a cartridge you don't own the game sure. um, and steam even steam the steam subscriber agreement is called that because you're a subscriber to ownership of the game like you don't you don't actually it's not your game really right mm-hmm but yeah, like, G, but yeah, GeForce Now, like, people don't want to buy games on Stadium in case Stadia closes, right? Yeah. Whereas yep. GeForce Now closes, you've still got your games, so it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. So it's it's better for that reason. Mm. But, again, it, there's a lot of, if you've got a really powerful PC running Windows, you will probably won't need GeForce Now. But if you're on Linux, and there's some games you're like, like, I really like, I know it's terrible, but I really like that game, Paladins, right? We really like Paladins. It's fun. It's like Overwatch, but not. and It's, it's, it's kind of fun. It's trash, but I like it. Um, that just doesn't work on Linux. Just mm-hmm. You can't get it working because the DRA, the, the, the anti-cheat thinks that Wine is a cheat program. So I just use GeForce Now for it and it's fine. And I've played like 70 hours in GeForce Now and I've never really had a problem. Hmm. But, you know, at the same time, I'm fairly sure if I played Counter-Strike, I'd know the latency was there.
1: Yeah, no, that's not a game I would want to play on that. Or anything where, just anything where latency is important, like, you know, a rhythm game, for example...
0: You know what? The rhythm games are interesting because rhythm games, this was true uh Thumper on Stadia, right? Mm-hmm. They adjusted the latency in real time to account mm-hmm. for network latency. So uh-huh. they literally tweaked the game, tweaked the latency <coughs> so it felt like there was no latency even when there was because the game tweaked the timings to make it to account for that. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's fucking smart. That like, is so fucking smart. That is like, that is exactly what we should be doing with these games. Yeah,
1: that's actually... Yeah, I didn't think of that. I've... Yeah, I feel yeah. that most games you can do that because... You know, there's like different yeah. latency with your audio setup yeah. and stuff like that yeah
0: hmm. yeah absolutely but yeah like in the case i mean uh, geforce now tends not to tends not to have special optimizations for their platform they're just introducing that into games recently right um but yeah like i'm fairly certain most people if you've got a good connection and you're running your monitor native 1080 mm-hmm. if i was to load up a game on geforce now and sit you at my desk and you just used it I don't think you tell the difference between mm. GeForce Now and Local. I don't think most people can tell the difference. Um, like, if you're good enough at a game or it's something where server-tick's going to really matter, and stuff, yeah, there are yeah. times when you might tell. But, like, most games, most people aren't going to tell. Like, mm-hmm. genuinely. Like, I, I was playing Biomutants, I just forgot I was on GeForce Now more than once. I was just like, oh, shit, my am on GeForce Now, yeah. It wasn't something I thought about. But then you have the problem where you're streaming and all of a sudden, someone in your house... Looking at my daughter, decides she wants to watch Crunchyroll at one o'clock in the morning. While I'm fucking fighting the boss, and my my framerate <laughs> just tanks. I'm like no, uh, so yeah, stuff like that happens. But yeah, other than the caveats, but like when it works well, like um, like uh, I've played a hundred hours or so of uh, I think might might be less than actually. But played, the only time I've ever played uh, Warhammer Vermintide Two is on GeForce Now. I've never played it not on GeForce Now, mm. and I've never really had a problem. Like it's never. Been an issue sometimes on a Friday night when it's prime time and the servers are really busy, it'll be a soft image because it's, it's obviously they're saving bandwidth mm-hmm. on their end. Um, but it's not soft to the point of unplayable, it's never, I've never not been able to play because I'm on GeForce Now, right? And mm. that game again doesn't work on Linux, so it's you know, it's a perfect one to play. Hmm, that's a so, yeah.
1: you know, what? that sounds fairly compelling because I've only heard okay that the thing, yeah, the, I think this the GeForce Now model works way better than the Stadium model, that's for sure, because all of the other. Yep. Like there have been streaming services in the past b- besides Stadia, and they yeah, all had the Stadia uh, model. on
0: live. Yeah, on live. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Actually, one of the f- <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. I I I'm on Twitter probably too much. Um, the dev for Terraria originally wasn't going to bring the game to Stadia because his account, like with Google Play, just got banned out of yeah, nowhere. He's like, that. like well, yeah. "Fuck you guys, then I'm just not going to do it." I think he eventually decided yeah. to do it. Because Terraria makes
0: well, he he made it too public, so they had to fix that problem. Mm. So they probably gave him a lot of money to bring it. So yeah, they probably paid him off at that
1: point because it was it's bad not like you need... That was a very small dev team, and that's made a shitload of money. They'll work for the rest of their lives.
0: Yeah. You say that, but like, if someone's pissed off and you offer them like a million pounds, they're suddenly less pissed off. Yeah. How much need on the bank?
1: So how much did yeah. Terraria make? I think I looked at this up a while ago.
0: Sold like a billion copies, didn't it? it did it sell like a billion copies recently?
1: Oh, probably. Uh... No, I think you think of Minecraft. Uh, apparently, oh. according to this year, Terraria sold okay, 35 million, million copies. Okay. 35 million, okay. I thought it was more than that. Yeah, Minecraft is... Microsoft could literally just never do anything else besides just sell Minecraft copies and they'd be <laughs> fine.
0: They don't, do they? I can't think of a single other Microsoft product.
1: Hey, they've got the new Windows yeah. thing coming. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I, don't I, talking about. No, I actually don't know no. anything about this. Oh, oh. What the fuck is this? I just looked what? at it. What is this? I uh, uh, I just looked at a picture of the Windows what? 11, whatever it's going to be called. Oh, did you not hear about this? Wait, you didn't?
0: No, you don't heard about this. I heard about oh, this. no,
1: I heard about this. No, I heard about this. You haven't looked at it because I just don't care.
0: I did I was interested I, I was interested for a couple of reasons okay, so this is where we go off the game and it goes all serious right mm. okay prepare yourself audience mm. um, i' I've, I've been I've been saying I, when I said this originally it was edgy. And it was considered to be nonsense, but now when I say it is reasonable, and people go, Well, everyone's saying that. Well, yeah, I was saying it first, you fucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's only a matter of time before at the moment you've got Windows, you've got the, the WSL, and they'll swap them over at some point, right? They'll just make it so that so it's a Linux and it's emulating Windows, where at the moment it's Windows emulating Linux, mm-hmm. they'll slowly swap that over and then it'll become a distro of Linux, right? Mm-hmm. I honestly, when I heard that I was go Windows 11, I was like, Is this the moment? Is this when they're swapping the current the swapping the order of things? I was like, if it is. That's fucking interesting. So Mm -hmm. uh, I went and looked at it. No, it's not. It's not. It's just all they've done is put a new skin on Windows 10 and called it Windows 11 for marketing reasons. Yeah, uh, that
1: it. The only thing I'm seeing, obviously, it's just early screenshots. The only thing I'm seeing right now is it's Windows 10 with like a start bar in the center for some. Like they tried to do like the Mac OS sort of taskbar, but then kept the Windows start bar for some reason or start menu.
0: Yeah, I think I think they uh, yeah I think they've modernized it and because a lot of design trends, especially stuff that Gnome is doing as well as Mac, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of design trends about centering things so that regardless of how big your screen is, that centerpiece is always in the center. So mm-hmm. so the geometry doesn't change, which helps you build the muscle memory as mm-hmm. well as like no your eyes no because if you if you suddenly have a wider monitor mm-hmm. instead of your eyes going here they go here and there right mm-hmm. so to put things in the center is better is better UX right it's better it's better experience to have things always be in the expected place by them, no matter how wide your screen is and also sure. as we get infinitely scalable width because some people are i'm an ultra wide some people are on a super ultra wide and yeah. it's only a matter of time before the super super ultra wide is a thing right so if you if you have your start bar way over there you've got to take your mouse and be like this to get to your start button, right? To get over there. So put it in the center. That's naturally where your mouse is going to rest. Mm-hmm. So there are reasons for that that makes sense to me from a UI point of view. <clears> and also adding <throat> rounding corners globally sounds like a small thing, but that puts it more in line. Oh, I didn't with even tablet notice. Oh, there
1: are... oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, because like, if you look at any phone, um, mm-hmm. if you look at my phone, I'm, gr- I'm just to make sure I'm not showing my phone here. I'm going to regret. <laughs> so you put your phone there, right? So you got your phone and you'll notice all phones have rounded corners, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, that design language then transfers over to Windows 11 so mm-hmm. that when Windows 11 is running on Android devices or mobile devices, mm-hmm. they can have an application like Excel on a mobile and then when they put it your desktop, your brain doesn't notice any difference. It feels comfortable. And that's a very subtle psychological thing they're doing there, hmm. which is smart. And I, I like it. It's clever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, good, it's good attention to detail for UX. I think the changes they have made are good, solid changes, right? Mm. Um but other than that, it looks like a refreshed skin on top of Windows Seven. And I would not be because...
1: surprised if under the hood it is literally just Windows Ten. With I mean, the kernel, the kernel
0: number's been released, right? Like you can see the kernel number. It's like it's it's like ten point one three six or something. It's like they haven't even incremented the version number massively to reflect it. So it's not it's not a fundamental change. Um, mm. The article here is actually one, the one I read earlier. They're, they're bringing about desktop widgets and stuff. Um, which is something that uh, they, Microsoft have been in love with the idea of sidebars and widgets, but never quite nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to be that. Oh, yeah, they did this on Vista, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but the sidebar on Vista was kind of smart. But the problem with mm. the sidebars is it occupies physical space I want to use for my applications. Mm-hmm. So then they slide it away. And then it's like, when do you slide it back? Um Gnome has got the right idea by embedding that information in the top bar and then when you press the super button it gives you an overview mode. Mm. That's a better way of doing it where Windows, even Windows 7, 10, sorry, 10, 7. Yeah, Windows 7 started off with this where you could put Windows tab key instead of alt tab mm-hmm. and it put you in an overview mode, right? The problem with it is they didn't that didn't present itself as a separate mode so much as an overlay on top of it. Right. So if they nail that a bit more I think that there's a lot of design, design stuff. It seems like Microsoft has suddenly... It's like very suddenly gone. Oh shit, we can we can do this, and they've suddenly got good at the very little things which affect the experience overall. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because they're taking Mac more seriously, and they suddenly have to care more, right? Yeah. Uh, because even Linux now, even Linux now is pretty, right? And all, all we used to be nerdy. I mean, used to be a nerdy hole filled with filled with 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 terminals, and suddenly mm. we've got GNOME and KDE even, like Plasma even. Um, well, we'll I argue
1: to- that GNOME doesn't look good, but that's just more of a personal preference. Oh, no, no,
0: it doesn't. Like, no, no, it doesn't look good to us because I'm I'm on exit. I'm on um, Xfce. I'm on um, I'm on BSPWM right now <laughs> with neon pink borders. Sure, right?
1: yeah.
0: I know full screen everything regardless, right? Um, and then my other machine over there, I'm using XFCE on right because it's trash and I like it because it looks like Windows ninety five. <laughs> right, I, I like it. Like. I'm not after that and to to people like us that live in linux and we and we, we pipe things together with the terminal we don't care about looks but the masses do right. and one of the things about gnome is if you're one of the people that cares about design if you're some if you're an artist who cares about design and cares about the flow of our information and stuff gnome's really good mm. and plasma's the new version of plasma's getting better as well but gnome's like out of the box it's just perfect for that right Mm -hmm. and windows and microsoft now look around they go shit we've got gnome on linux where the where the fucking nerds was Mm -hmm. and it looks really good and then the other side we've got os x 10 11 1 or whatever it is and they look fucking great and then they look back at Linux, they go oh shit elementary os is a thing and then they look back at mac and go oh well they can install desk environments as well now you know and microsoft have to answer that right Mm -hmm. because like one of the questions they must be receiving, because i see it on forums a lot is how to get gnome working on windows right and they're like, we're, we're giving them tools to make us useless. We're like training them not to use our tools. Mm-hmm. So they have to start caring about it. They don't have a choice. Um, I would think, if I had to bet, I would say that they've probably made the UI modular, which is what, what's bringing about the version increase. Mm-hmm. So that in the future they can they can start using other desktop environments. Mm. Um, but I've been saying for ages, and again, back when I said this originally, it was it was considered to be nonsense, and now it seems very reasonable. But like, it's only a matter of time before Microsoft Windows is a distribution of Linux with built-in emulation. That's just a matter of time before they make Microsoft make their own version of Wine that's perfect. DRM, kernel hooks, all of that stuff in their own. And it's just a binary blob called Windows. Mm-hmm. And you install the Linux distro, which is the Windows, or you install, you pull the Windows package down on another distro, and you get their UI, and you can launch Microsoft applications. It's only a matter of time. And that seems obvious now because it's very expensive to make an OS. It's very mm-hmm. and it's pointless to maintain an OS. Because you think every time a driver comes out, they've got to deal with that mm-hmm. one department, right? Like one department has to deal with that. Where Linux, a manufacturer makes a driver, they push it upstream, the, the cogs turn and it comes out the other end. There's still individuals involved. But there's, a, there's, there's all these hundreds and thousands of people working on it. Microsoft has to pay those people to mm. do it, right? So they're 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 already and as you said they're making so much money on Minecraft. Why fuck with this? This is not a good money spinner for them. The only reason they care about it is to maintain dominance. Mm. And if they can maintain dominance by you making Windows a UI like an interface and then putting one on top, they don't have a choice. They have to do it long term. It's just the only thing that makes sense from a business point of view. Like capitalism forces them to use Linux because it's free. Mm. They don't have a choice. Yeah, add all add all the design all the design stuff to this, and I think. I think someone in Microsoft is making the prep for that switch and I think this is the first step and that will be separating the UI from the OS.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, you would that, effectively that's be just opinion, making anyway. Windows operate the, the exact same way they have their Xboxes operate anyway where it's just a it's just a VM. You you have you have your base OS and then VM.
0: Yeah, I think I think I think it'll be I think you I think that It'll be a desktop environment and it will be locked down to the point where if you want to use their compatibility, you have to use their UI. That will Mm. be, that will be, we'll hack around that. Let's face it. Of course, yeah. It'll spin up, it'll it'll essentially spin up Docker containers with hardware access and and some Mm. emulation, some hypervisor stuff. And then you'll run the application on your Linux and it'll just pull in the Windows VM and just like, the Windows VM will be like a static thing. It just accesses that to run it. Mm -hmm. Um. And and people go that's not possible because this this is they've got the source code for Windows they can make this happen there's no reason why they can't there's you know there's, they've got all the code and they can do it and it's cheaper to do that and then not be responsible for security patches long term right mm. like, because then you let the Linux take care of the security mm-hmm. for free because that's not cheap right that's not cheap uh, you can even have them supported by your own developers right but
1: you can say well the they can always them. make like um, what's well what look like good donations to the Linux Foundation. It's just like, yeah. here's a small, a small donation relative to what Windows is actually getting from this, but yeah. it, it so they, looks good.
0: Yeah, if they've got 10,000 developers, which they probably have globally, Microsoft, and they, can, they can drop a 1,000 developers. Mm-hmm. They can still donate a, like 10,000 pounds a month to, to, to Linux and mm-hmm. be saving money on tax. Like, they, they can absolutely save money by donating more money and, and making having less developers. Mm. And it's, not, it's never good when developers are out of work. But they'll find other jobs, you know. <laughs> it's like it's like they'll find other jobs; they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think long term they have to move this way. Now, I think that I would be surprised if we don't see that start to happen because there must be. I mean, the reason they've gone from ten to eleven is simply marketing, right? It's Because Mac have got OS ten, right, mm. OXX, whatever it is. And They want a bigger number. That's that's the reality, right? They want to, they want to move that way. And if you're going to have a sudden change of UI, give people a warning by telling them the version number, then they won't be like, oh, they've changed it. They go, oh, mm. I've got a new version; it's changed. Mm. Um, but I don't think they'll get away with changing it again because they changed it from Windows 3.1 to Windows 95 layout. We had that for years. And they they tweaked it with Vista and everyone hated it. And they came up with Windows XP and everyone loved it. Mm. You know, Windows 7 was an evolution of that and they liked it. And they tried Windows 8 with that Metro UI, which people basically was rioting in the streets over, which was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I never use now, 8. I only use 8.1. Yeah. Yeah, and now they've gone back to with with ten. They went back to a more standard design. Yeah, it seems and like then... they've
1: taken seven but modernised the UI.
0: Yeah, and then with eleven, they've they've made. A, a it seems like a small shift to us because we're tech savvy, but mm. to someone who works in office and only uses Excel, they're like, shit, my start button in the middle. All these little things that to us are like nothing will be quite large changes. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can get away with another fundamental UI shift. Well, so I, I think was looking through screenshots. So you
1: can put it on the left side if you really want to. Oh
0: yeah, but no one will. The defaults are king. No one will mess with yeah. defaults. And a lot of office employees, my own office included, like a lot of people are, who work in offices and stuff, they don't have the ability to change any setting in mm-hmm. Windows, right? So yep. they are stuck with defaults. So then defaults will be what ninety percent of users are going to use, and and you know, and most people will if they if they're stuck with it at work, won't change mm-hmm. it at home because yeah, they the same experience. So yeah, I think the UIs, the, the UI defaults are important, and yeah, I I think that this, I don't think they can get away with another change. I think they're mm-hmm. stuck here now. They're stuck with. They're not going to get away with it again. And I'd be surprised if there's not people complaining about this one. To be honest.
1: Oh, that would be complaining for sure.
0: But I ultimately, like, we've talked a lot about Windows. and I don't think mm. it's funny because I don't think either of us actually give a shit, do we? It's not like, really, we no. I'm, I'm sure never going to run it.
1: Stuff. Yeah. Oh, you're saying I before think, about you know the... Uh... You know what? You say you're never going
0: to run it, right? Mm. But if all of a sudden Windows is just a Linux distro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can play all the games on Windows and it's, still, it's just Linux. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard not to install it at some point. You're going to go, fuck it. Yeah, let's just make life easy. Let's mm. just go, you know. I don't know. I, th- I think I think there's a good chance Windows can increase dominance by switching to Linux. I think a lot of nerds like us might go fuck it, let's do it. Mm. If you can put BSPW, if you can install Microsoft Linux right, mm-hmm. and then throw your own, and throw BSPWM or whatever desktop you're using on top of it, so you've got all the tools you currently use. You might have to learn a new package manager, mm-hmm. but other than that, it's well the they've got WinGet now, and, and that's Windows.
1: becoming usable.
0: Oh, is that like? Is that like? Uh, is, that, is that like a, a package manager? Yeah, Windows, yeah.
1: they introduced a package manager for, because developers actually wanted one, and they were like, "Oh, yeah." Makes sense. Yeah. 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 We should probably do that. But like, yeah. So if you if you got Microsoft Linux
0: and you can do everything you can normally do, I, and the bonus of running all the games, why wouldn't you?
1: Actually, the thing with WinGet is they didn't actually do it. They there's questions of whether what they did is actually legal because there's another program here called AppGet, maybe not AptGet, <laughs> AppGet, I think. Um, and they took... It's eerily similar to that application, but it's proprietary. Whether they stole the code or just re implemented it, don't know. I mean,
0: depending how that was licensed, they might be legally... Yeah, I'm not sure how it was licensed, but... But, but, Yeah, it's like, yeah. and You know, yeah, it's complicated. But yeah, no, I, I... Microsoft are not the enemy they once were, right? And that's and that's a result of the, the capitalistic game, right? Because it's like it's not in their best interest to be our enemy anymore, right? It's in their best interest to work with us because we're winning. Like, oh, you know, I say we as like we're a team, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, like the Linux way of doing things is mm. becoming the standard way for for smart people to do things. So Microsoft have no. They haven't, it's, not, it's not in their best interest to fight with us. They're not the enemy they once were. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. Well, I, I don't exactly...
1: That... My, okay, my problem with running Windows 10 is the fact that they're still going to have the... Or whatever the Windows 11, whatever they end up calling it. Um, I don't think they're going to get rid of the surveillance stuff. That's my big problem with it.
0: Well, no, but once that once they become a Linux distro mm-hmm. we'll just have like we'll just have an AUR package called Windows and you pull it down and that's your desktop environment like that, that's all they will do and they'll just purge all that from the source code or they'll isolate it in a VM or you know mm-hmm. going forward like, I wouldn't run Windows because you know I don't want to run Windows right but if Windows is Linux Linux is editable and testable and teak intackable right mm-hmm. So you can of course can fix these problems and it'll only be a matter of time before someone makes that standard the status script like you install Windows run a script and it fixes all the telemetry stuff mm-hmm. right um But at the same time, for me personally, I want to trust my, my os provider like when i when I pull down a package in arch i don't mm. go I don't trust that because it's from Arch where if I see Microsoft, i'm going to go, What are you up to, you shifty fucks?
1: mm that's fair,
0: yeah, hmm. but you know overall overall i think it's I don't think you can say I'd never on Windows anymore because I think at some point you' it just you'll just be making life hard for yourself by not installing their shit.
1: I think that's the most compelling argument for why Microsoft would do that. Because I've heard some things about like, oh, Microsoft's going to swap out the kernel for Linux and they don't really give a proper explanation for why. It's just like, well, if they did have that, if they did that, it'll just break everything. But that, yeah, you know, yeah, know. an explanation of like translation layer or having a VM or something like that, I mean, that
0: could... I proven Proton has proven that translation layers can be exactly fast enough to get the job done, right? Like, yeah. exactly fast enough. Um, so just do it the other way. All mm-hmm. they do, and they've got access to the source code. We haven't got the access. Well, yeah, we don't have the access Marks to the Microsoft could Windows make a perfect
1: code. version of Wine yeah. if they had access with the source code. Yeah.
0: And they could do it in about a week. They mm-hmm. could go from nothing to a perfect version in a week because they would just throw a shitload of developers at it and all the source code they'd ever want. Because look how good Wine is and DXBK mm-hmm. and Proton, Right. We did that by by reverse engineering over the period of years, right? You imagine someone with the someone who understands the Microsoft kernels of how it all wired up or a team of people and mm-hmm. go, we want to. I would guess that – in fact, I would already say it exists. I bet somewhere in Microsoft Projects division, mm-hmm. there's a, they've made their own wine. I bet you it exists because it's going to be trivial for them to do it with source code. It can't – I mean, it's just going to be easy. Not easy as in, you know – I could do it, but mm-hmm. easy for very smart developers like sure. Microsoft employees
1: to do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I don't think I don't, If they do it, it's not bad
0: for us. I mean, we just win at that point, right? We mm-hmm. just won. Like Linux is just won at that
1: point. We're gonna have okay. There's there's gonna be the people who there's going to be the holdouts, of people who are like free software or die. Um.
0: Yeah, and I respect that, right? I respect that. That's a totally reasonable stance to have. Like when we're talking about no tux, no books, that's not and that's not a stance that makes sense because you, you're arguing like this proprietary thing is worth more than this proprietary well, okay, thing. And they're both <clears throat> worthless.
1: My problem with no tux, no bucks, in the, especially in the case of Steam, is when you run a game through Proton, the dev knows you're running it in Proton and there's, they know there are people running on Linux. If you don't buy the game, they don't know there's anyone who wants to buy it. Uh, the,
0: the argument of no tux, no bucks doesn't, has never made sense to me because like, if you are if you are running on... If you, I'm running Linux, right,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I would buy a Windows game, and then I force it through <clears throat> through the force of fucking sheer nerdery to make it work. Mm-hmm. That is the more Linux way of doing things. Like uh, begging developers to port a game is not the Linux way of doing things. That's the Microsoft way of doing Especially things. Especially the fucking we game usually
1: works We've worse as Linux. the port. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like as as the hacker minded tinkerer, mm-hmm. we take things that aren't supposed to work and we we hit them with a, a wrench until they work. Right. Mm-hmm. Proton is the Linux solution we all want, and the people that take a stance against it are not it's just not a smart i know this is a bit insulting to people who make it if you make it as a personal moral choice that you only buy linux games that's your choice mm-hmm. but to preach that on reddit like it doesn't make sense it's mm-hmm. not it's like you're going to a developer waste waste like 100 hours of dev time to make something that will sell once and then you'll go mm-hmm. tell people how like, shit linux is or better option is go make it so it works in proton be aware of proton and make mm-hmm. the proton specifications and just say to them like we're not making a linux version but I promise to keep it working in progress. Yes. That's totally reasonable.
1: That's a much more reasonable thing to ask them for. Yeah, I fully... Any developer who wants to put in that effort and make a good Linux version, I fully encourage you to do so. That's awesome. If you want to actually spend you know the time to do so...
0: You know what, though? I don't. I mm. think no one should make a Linux version of a game. Like <laughs> Okay. Because, no, 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 no. Because, like... Think about how much money. Think about a small development studio, right? Mm-hmm. So you've a good example of this, right? Let me have let me check this actually before I start talking shit. Okay. Right? So I've been playing. I've been playing a game today. Yes. Called oh that's a Linux game. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I was going to use the example of Luna's Fishing Garden, which is a game that's retailing for six pound twenty nine pence, right? Uh-huh. Now, as it happens, they did make a Linux version. Mm-hmm. But my point was going to be, I didn't. I've played that today. I didn't know whether or not it was a Linux native. I hit play and that's all I did, right? Oh, this looks it really good. What matter. the fuck? The Linux okay, we'll talk, you we'll talk about the play. game in a minute. Just yeah. go
1: with your point like, that we can talk about this game. Like,
0: they're a small studio, like five people. Mm-hmm. Like in, Obviously, in this case, they have Linux guys. They you know what they're doing. But like, if you're a small developer with like five people on your team, why waste the dev time? Like, mm-hmm. you like, barely can... Like, most games don't... Like, most small games aren't making enough money to feed the developers anyway. Mm-hmm. Why waste dev time unless you want to, to make it... Like, don't bother.
1: No, just, that's like, my point. If you want to... Game, that's my whole point. If you want to put in the effort and you're like, I just want to make... As, like, a, a point of principle, I want to make this game have a Linux binary. If you want to do that, go ahead. I don't want to discourage go that. On.
0: Yeah, like, if you want to do that. And also, as a developer... You will learn a lot by doing that. You'll mm-hmm. make you better at your job, right? And if you learn to make things with a multi-platform in mind from the first place, you go. I can export the binary out of my out of Unity mm-hmm. to Linux, to Windows, to Android, right? You can do what you can. So I've just got a DM from someone with the words, "I found the nun," which <laughs> brilliant. Sorry, <clears throat> a friend of mine's playing East or playing East uh, Last Lacky- ah. Master of Dana. I'm like, did you find the hot nun? And I'm just like, when you get a, a pop up that just goes, "I found the nun," it stops you. It stops you mid sentence. Sorry, <laughs> <that> was <laughs> But yeah, like it doesn't matter, right? Like, like if you want to do it because you can, and then you can export to Android to Mac, you're going to be able to put your game anywhere. That's that that makes you a better dev. Mm-hmm. But like, if you've made if you've made a decision which makes this like not hard to port, mm-hmm. just don't fuck, just don't bother. Just just don't bother. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. Like, like, I as as most gamers are in my position, I'm going to go to Steam. I'm going to hit play, and it's going to play or not play. Yeah. And if it does play, I won't think about it anymore. If it doesn't play, I'll, I'll go to my options and I'll select Glorious Egg Rolls Proton and then it'll play, mm-hmm. right? That That's what I'll do, right? That that That's the process. Um, although I found Steam Tinker Launcher recently. Mm-hmm. That's great. I that think fucking great. I just, I set that as my global proton and now it just automatically selects the right version, which is nice. Oh. But anyways, yeah. Have you tried, have you
1: found that? You no, see? I didn't know about that.
0: Oh, okay, so uh, Steam Tinker Launcher. Have you found the... the Site for it. I found
1: the GitHub. Yeah, the GitHub's the best
0: place. So basically, this is a this is a you install it right. Uh-huh. It comes up in Steam as like as like a compatibility player like Egg Roll does, right? You select mm-hmm. that, and what it does, is it's got a crowdsourced database where it goes, are oh, people like this version of Proton for this game, right? So I'll just automatically select the correct version of Proton. Mm-hmm. Fucking great. And it also does things like like it's best like this game is best to turn off e sync. Mm. So we've just done that for you. And when you launch the game, it pops a little pop up that goes Steam Tinker Launcher and then the game launches. If it doesn't launch or if whatever, mm. it doesn't work, you launch the game again. And when you get the pop up, you hit spacebar and it opens the options menu. You can change all the options, then launch it yourself. So fucking smooth. It's lovely. Oh. Definitely worth making a video about.
1: Talks to me made a video about it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, I, don't I know if you... made
0: a video about
1: it. Yeah, you... I'm looking at the list. Yeah, you <laughs> made a video. Linus Gamecast made a video. Tuxfu made a video as well. But I don't know if you know... I was Tux... late to this. I don't know if you know who Tuxfu is. He's a very small guy. Um, well, like, like literally little. No. He's, he's a very he's a very big man, but he's a very small channel. Tuxfu. Tuxfu. T-U-X-F-O-O. I thought you said Tuxfu. Oh, I mean, just imagined his name that... in there. Actually, that's a good name.
0: Yeah. I just imagine this man in like a little, a little suit. Okay. That, that's quite the beard, isn't it? Quite
1: yes. I, I respect the beard. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. I
1: will I'll, I'll have a look at this and make a video on it.
0: Um, yeah. That's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I said in my video, I've only been using it a little, a little while. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that savvy on it yet, but yeah, it seems like it's literally all the things I want out of Proton. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But yeah. Like that, like, yeah. Because that's so, the most like, annoying thing about
1: Proton. When something doesn't yeah. work, it's like, okay, well, what, what do I need to fix?
0: No, no sorry, am I've just noticed my videos looked on their
1: GitHub there. Yes, yes, it is. Good, thank you, people of that. That's Thank
0: you. They are. Yeah.
1: I appreciate guys who do that. That's awesome. It's free advertising. uh You know. Well, it's, not, it's not just free, I mean, like,
0: like, my, like as, as you know, I'm not that hung up on views for my videos. Mm. I just kind of make stuff I want to make. And,
1: no, I mean, it's free advertising it, for them. I know you don't, don't really no. care about it. It. Helps,
0: it helps in my case. Like, if someone links there, it, if someone's looking for a tool like this, mm. there's a lot of other shit on my channel they'll find, and it helps spread messages about other people's projects yeah. as well. Because, like, they might yeah. not subscribe to me, but while they're looking at my page, they'll go, oh, shit, there's a load of other stuff these guys talked about. So, yeah, mm. it, it helps, like, spread the word about small other projects. But, yeah. And, you know, and if any of them want to sign up to my Patreon or send me a gift from my Amazon wishlist, they can welcome <laughs> to do that.
1: <laughs> Don't care about the views, but hey, send me the some gifts.
0: Bucks. I care about the gifts I care about. Sure, I Yeah, started, fair enough. I, I started talking about the Amazon wish list and people have actually sent me a bunch of books and stuff. Oh, and it's really cool. Because like you just get, I've set my wish list up to not tell me when I get something sent. So sometimes I get home from work and there's like a gift. Oh it's just really nice. I like it. It's That's nice. Cool. It's just nice, yeah. Nice
1: i feel like people would bully me if i set up a wish list <laughs> my oh, mods mate, already bully me horrendous.
0: enough yeah my mine's just got some like like so much so much manga and stuff on there mm-hmm. <laughs> just so many comic books are on there as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh
1: yeah this looks really cool I'll... oh are you on, uh, yeah, launcher, yeah, yeah. Launcher, oh yeah steam tinker Launcher. yeah yeah
0: oh yeah it's
1: fine um when you when
0: you install it yes, you have to go yes. stl compat add on the command line and right. then relaunch steam and it just permanently and you can just make it your default launcher then
1: Oh, um, which is okay, definitely awesome. what way to do it, yeah.
0: And then it'll just, like, unless, the only thing to remember is if you've already manually changed the version of, of Proton, it won't retroactively go and change right. that. So, yeah, just remember that. But as long as you remember that, you're good. And mm. It's even got a button, which is the most fantastic button. You can go purge container. Mm. So you can just purge the wine prefix if you fucked everything up, like I do a lot, and mm. then you have to go and do that. You can just, like, purge it with one wine. Cool.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that would be very useful because the other day I was trying... Okay, I was trying to... Fucking Dead Cells I was going to do a Dead Cells stream and then the game updated and it's like oh missing audio library like what, what are you missing audio library I was trying <laughs> I to play the native version oh, and then I oh
0: don't do that the native version that game is fucking terrible
1: then, no it was good for a while and then put the oh. I just went clicked the newest version of Proton works wow. yeah
0: well Steam Tinker launcher should have in theory changed that for you mm-hmm. and just, well like, launcher, I know that like, now yeah yeah also if you choose Proto experimental mm-hmm. it's always the newest version as well you don't have to change the version of that so you can always oh, use protoc yes. always the newest <laughs> yeah
1: like that's the thing newest, isn't it yeah, yeah um now this fishing game it looks really ah, cool yeah, it looks game. very relaxing
0: it's really cool i've got a video come out about it tonight because it literally got released today right mm-hmm. um i'm just
1: there's it. a i, I see, see a seal yeah. it has a hat on it's a seal with a hat on and he's, he's
0: so friendly and he just wants to go fish for him and i'm like You've got a fishing rod. Get your own fish, you lazy fuck. <laughs> and like there's a little girl and she fishes, right? Mm-hmm. She's sitting in a boat and she fishes, right? Mm-hmm. And when she catches the fish, she goes, no, 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 she's got this little smile, her head salt, and it's like, it's so fucking cute, but there's not much game there. So it's pri and when I when I looked at it, because I had the key before I knew the price, and I was playing it and I was like, if they're charging like over a tenner for this, it might be a stretch because like it's quite it's more of something to do than an actual game. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it came out at six pounds twenty nine, I was like, you guys know what you've got. And that, that's like it's, it's an easy recommend at that price, right? Like unlike Biomute.
1: Sorry. It looks like it's the fishing mechanic from Stardew Valley, and that's just it that's is. everything. Literally, that's it. Okay, but fair you enough.
0: Plant trees on you know, the little island you plant trees on, mm-hmm. and you can get you can get little mole things in boats to go and like harvest stuff for you, which is cute. Um and yeah, you just like you just like iteratively make the world wider and wider in each direction Um, and there's a really big fish that wants coconuts and i I was like that's cool i don't know why but the big (laughs) fish wants coconuts so I was like cool And yeah you just sort of like potter around the island collecting stuff and selling stuff and and then you there's like there's obviously like a little place where you have to get you have to like give the collector one of everything in the game because of course there is of course and it's just like it knows what it is it's not trying to reinvent the wheel it's just like really like wholesome and and polite and exactly what you want but the guys that made it mm-hmm. also made um, Lazy Galaxy, which is one of the best clickers ever made. Like it's just fucking great. Um, it's a clicker where you uh, you have to build a planet up, and then you build an army up, and then you send your army into space to fight. And it's like a separate little mini game. Then you come back down to Earth and deal with the fallout. Mm. Um, it's a very very good clicker, uh, and that's how I got because I was like I was hard recommending that game when it first came out, and they sent me a few emails and stuff, mm. uh, and then. I've been lukewarm in every game they've made since then and I felt pretty bad um, so they sent me a key to and we think you'll like this one mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like okay and yeah I do it's really good I'm, I'm really enjoying it it's really good but uh, they also made Merchants of the Sky which was, which also has a really big fish but he doesn't want coconuts
1: the fish god I see yeah that's the same
0: fish in Luna's Fishing Garden ah. I think all their I think all their new all their games after Lazy Galaxy seem to be set in the same universe and the fish is what ties them together so yeah but anyway, it's fine.
1: It's a carrot with a top hat. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really cool.
0: It's really fun. It's it's like it's simple, but in a good way. Like it's mm. not simple like mean. It's simple in this interesting, wholesome way, and it's it's like it's nice. <laughs> it's just something to do. Because I feel like when you say a game's not got a lot of mechanics, it feels like an insult to the game, right? Mm. It's not. In, the ca- in this case, it's it's exactly what you want. Put your episode of Star Trek on one screen. Play your stupid fishing game the other screen, and just have a nice time.
1: Well, when the devs know that it's a game that's a simple game, they're not charging, you know, some stupid yeah. amount for it.
0: Like fifty-five pounds biomutant, sorry.
1: <laughs> You're not gonna let that one go, are you?
0: Never! And as soon as it drops in price, I'm making a video where I just shout at the developers.
1: What okay, what would you consider a reasonable price for Biomutant? 35 at full price.
0: Sorry. Very straightforward. No I'm not even lowballing them. The mm-hmm. game is a solid 35 pounds. The reason I came to that price is because a game that's very similar and I would say better. Mm. Um it's 35 pounds, like 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 Kingdoms of Amalas, 35 pounds, very similar game, your sandwiches. that's 35 pounds. Your game is more modern and has Mm. a unique aesthetic. I'm happy to pay 35. And then Mm. I know because I'll pay 35, but I mean I pay fifty-five, you know, it's fine. But uh you know that when it drops in price, it'll drop down to fifteen at that point. Mm. Whereas when it gets fifty-five, it'll drop down in price to thirty-five and it's still overpriced right so yeah it's just right yeah, so okay sorry i'm just to <laughs> coming back to lament the uh pricing
1: no it's fine <laughs> yeah Well, i'm not paying as i said i'm not paying a hundred dollars for a fucking video game no
0: shouldn't it's not also and i know it's a good game i had fun with it but mm. when i think about how much i paid for it and i got 30 hours out of it like mm. I, I don't know and again it's hard to say like there are games that i've paid more that i've paid money for and i played for two hours and thought like like um, a good example of that is uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, right? Mm-hmm. Paid like fifteen pound for it. And it's an hour long, and it was worth every fucking penny, right? Because it's like it was. It's it's, it's a wonderful game with a lot of uh, interesting things and a beautiful thing to play through. That's worth. So it's not always price versus versus hours, mm-hmm. but in the case of Bio Mutants, I don't feel like like there was a reason for them to ask for that much money for it, and that's why I that's why I'm giving them shit about it endlessly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, yeah, that's fair. I just,
0: yeah, just sort of defend my point there for people who go, You spend more money than that on VimTone. I do, yeah. <laughs> you spend fifty five pound an hour on tea. Yeah, I know.
1: But... Yeah, well, that's that's important. important. Sorry. Were those uh lights there last time we did this?
0: No, the lights under the canopy there. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, no, I added them recently. Now, because I, I like thought them. when I was when I was on my video, because in with your eyes, you mm. can just see a string of lights and it looks a bit shit. But on camera, it looks like the shelf is just glowing. It's quite nice.
1: Yeah. And you probably can't see. I've got a Flamingo in there as well, which is fine. Mm. Well, it's the same thing with this. This doesn't look that great if you look at it in person, yeah. but the camera does weird things with light.
0: Yeah, it enhances the light. Yeah. Mm. It's all right. It's, uh, you yeah, know, the, the, light, the light looks cool. It looks cool. But, uh, yeah, and I've got a smart plug in. So when I tell the voice assistant to turn on the lights on and off, it turns. The, the fairy lights at the back on and the lights under there. It's mm-hmm. all with one hit. So ultimate laziness.
1: I like that. That's good. Well, that's why I have this control here.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm too lazy to, to find
1: but the notes. But I can't leave those plugged in. One, because, you know, they're on my bed. I need to sleep there. Um, also, there they might be a fire hazard. I don't know. I've got them off eBay for like dirt cheap. They are RGB yeah. floodlights.
0: One of, one of the best things I ever did was separating my computer area from my bedroom. Mm. And if you've got to do it, it's great because you can like my bedroom now is just filled with books and comics yeah. uh, and a bed, obviously because I'm a child. It's like a 14 old bedroom, but it's nice to be able to separate from the technology and just go like do something else. Yeah. Um, well, really, I didn't think it, the only reason I did it was the only reason I did it was because I've run out of space in here, basically. So mm. I was like, I'll separate the two rooms. And yeah, it was, it's great to have the, the, the mental off switch. It so yeah. just like, stop thinking about whatever you're doing and just get on with your day. So,
1: yeah, well, well, I don't yeah. have my own place. This is a. I like this just the room I, with my. I've got roommates in the other rooms, so. I've been, is one of your
0: roommates your mom?
1: No. Okay. No, I is haven't my, lived with my, my parents of, for like five years. One of my roommates is my mom. She lives in
0: my house. <laughs> so. so, like, genuinely, like, one of my roommates is my mom, so yeah.
1: yeah. I was actually looking at buying a place. Because um, it's not actually no. too expensive. Did you not learn from the communist frog? the communist frog
0: property abolish private property right, that one. <laughs> yeah. yes uh, um
1: no nah, man and cap frogs where it's at. and cap frog
0: <laughs> no yeah yeah i, I yeah i mean I'm, I'm i'm fortunate that i live i live in a field basically mm. far away from everywhere and uh yeah and as i said my mom lives with me and uh yeah i'm you know uh i'm, I'm not moving house because it's a chore yeah i've got I've got enough. I've got an office and a bedroom. I, if I could just, if I put a microwave in the corner, mm. I don't really need to leave this room. I can microwave in the corner and, and a bucket to pee in. I don't mm. have to leave this room ever, so that's fine for
1: me. One at one at some point, I will have my own place, and then you know I can have my microwave, my pee bucket. Then we'll be good. As long as <laughs> this bed, sock. as long as this bed is just not behind me, that I, that's what I need. Having these together, it you get you get awful. You honestly get awful sleep. Like I can't. <laughs> I I don't know how people yeah. do this forever.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, some there's some like makeup bloggers and stuff. Um, and also, don't judge me. I like makeup bloggers. It's mm-hmm. relaxing to watch. They're pretty. Fair enough. Sure. Um, but some of them like like they like their bedroom's like part of their set and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, no. can you imagine having to get up and make your bed look like it's not covered in sweat and piss? Can you imagine the stress of that. Like, I just no, I can't do well, it. The most I, just, I do with this yeah. bed
1: is I just like make sure like this, this remotely shake out. Yeah. Cover up the
0: flashlight. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: No, that's, oh, in that's in my drawdown be... here. No, man. Fucking...
0: Fleshlights are... Uh, yeah. Don't know. Flashlights are gross, man. Yeah, man. And once you bought one and you realize they're gross, you want to get rid of it. Have you ever tried disposing of a flashlight? Because there's no mechanism in society to do that. You can't... you just stuck with it forever. You can't get rid of
1: it. Have you considered a bin?
0: That's the thing. You put it in the bin. And then, like, your mom opens the bin to put the next thing in. She's like, someone's throwing away a torch that looks like a vagina.
1: And you go... (laughs) That's why you don't live with your mom.
0: My mom lives with me. Okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that.
0: (laughs) But uh, I did actually, literally, in the end, just be like, I'm putting something in the bin. It's in a bag. Don't look at it. she went, why? I went, it's a sex toy. She went, I don't want to (laughs) know. I literally had that conversation and I was like, oh, what do you do with it? You know, but like, fleshlights are gross, man. Mm. Like, You have to like, like, like nobody wants to like, ejaculate, then have to clean up the cup. Like nobody, no, nobody, like nobody, like think about the mechanics, people. Then things go moldy. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Like, no, no people. No. <laughs>
1: it's, no, it's gross. Don't do it. Well, you know what? This is as good a place as any to end up the podcast. <laughs>
0: oh we, this is where we start we, stuff, we yeah. start
1: we started with me looking like i was jacking off and end with you talking about fleshlights what a yeah, great yeah, episode disposal.
0: i do i do not endorse the fleshlight you'll <laughs> never see fleshlight adverts on my channel it's not it's not happening no no it's gross they're disgusting
1: how much would i have to pay you to do a fleshlight ad
0: i mean i'm pretty cheap i i, I sell out pretty low okay you know, well like, yeah yeah <laughs> i know i mean like it wouldn't be sincere like my opinions on fleshlights are well documented they're fucking gross they're gross, weird, they're weird and gross. Oh. The mechanics is cleaning them. He's not right.
1: No, it's
0: like you get you're in the bathroom. You're like, oh, look, that's my semen. Oh, lovely. Like, <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> wants that. You think about it before you buy them, people. Until someone finds until someone finds a way to make them self cleaning. Mm. You no, know? but well, that's why we want sex robots because they'll go take a shower afterwards. You haven't got to deal with it.
1: That's a good point. That is a very good point. Yeah.
0: Like a little fleshlight with legs, scutters away when you're done. What?
1: No, no Don't torso, hurt. just like with legs. a spider
0: and just runs off.
1: Oh, just oh my
0: god, that's that's nightmare fuel. <laughs> my brain's now giving me visions of spiders hatching from a fleshlight No. Oh, it's not. oh my god, I bet that's. A th- I bet you could Google that. I bet
1: someone's done that. No. Oh god. Okay.
0: I'm not googling that. I do not like. I do not want to think about that. But. You're literally going to have that in your Google history, aren't you? Yeah, no, no I'm going to search
1: that. No, that's, that's a good point. I'll be on a list.
0: You're nah. already on a list. You're in Linux.
1: <laughs> Fair enough, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, this is a good place to end it. You're right. Yes. All, we, in fact, we've already gone too far. We should not talk about we should not talk about Fleshlights on people's podcasts. That's what. One of the things Drew told me before I did guest spots on people's podcasts is, like, don't
1: talk about cum. No, but uh, it's fine. So, yeah. My podcast, has, it doesn't so, matter.
0: So before anyone goes you can get my podcast over uh over on youtube which is trendy talk which is where mm-hmm. me and my two buddies just talk about shit with no topic unorganized and no time limit and no schedule and what's really annoying is i put zero effort in and it's the most popular thing on my channel by a fucking landslide <laughs> which is like why do i bother you know so yeah you can do that if you
1: want. yeah that's rough That. That, I, that's how I feel about a lot of the stuff I upload. It's just like, oh yeah, I put fucking no effort in this video. Like, I'll do a video on, like, the free node debacle. And it's just like, oh, this is just me yelling at how Andrew Lee's absolutely insane. And it just does really I mean, well.
0: People traded one one consolidated server that's owned by an individual for another one. that's owned. Like, it, it's just highlighting things wrong with IRC, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just highlighted what, like, the problem with IRC is... Like, that server can just be bought by someone. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we should have decentralized services. Maybe we should feature. use Matrix. Ma- no, Matrix is a bag of shit, mate. I'm not, <laughs> not serious. Like, Matrix is awful. It's so complicated. It doesn't... Like, there's so many things it does badly, mm-hmm. and people keep defending it because they want it to be a thing. Sure. And it's like, look, it's just it's just not very good. It's just, like, it's so heavy to run. You can't self-host Matrix. You can. But like, it's a nightmare to self-host Matrix. You need a whole computer for that.
1: Someone's got it running on a... Um... What was a Raspberry Pi four? You can do a it. Raspberry
0: Pi four is more powerful than my PC was a few years ago. They've got eight gig of RAM and a quad core. They're not it's not like we're talking about a little Diddy Raspberry Pi. No. They need water cooling. It's not a rig not a thing. And also, <laughs> it's all very well setting your matrix server up with about
1: five users. Come mm-hmm. back when you got four hundred. Oh yeah, don't do that. No, you need like a hundred or VPS for that one.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, like it's not. This is the problem with Matrix. It's just not viable for most mm-hmm. people. Same problem with, like, my, uh, my so, like, if you go to social.xdsl.co.uk, mm-hmm. I'm Roma. Yeah. Not yeah. because I love Roma, but because if you looked at how much resources Mastodon takes to run, it's really ludicrous. Like, I'd be writing off an entire VPN to run Mastodon. Like, whereas, like, my current VPN runs Owncast, Pleroma, VS um, mm-hmm. Code. It runs, like, a bunch of things for, like, $10 a month. Where if I wanted to run Pleroma, I'd be spending $15 a month. Oh, to you been a for you've Mastodon. Mastodon, sorry, yeah. Um, but Pleroma's at least got a reasonable size for individuals, mm. but even then, like, Pleroma is designed to be multi user. Yeah, I want someone to design a version of Mastodon slash Pleroma that's literally designed for the individual to host. Mm. And we don't we have that anywhere, which is a shame because single user Mastodon would be really good, right? Mm.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: Make it a single user, then just federate with, like, Global or something. Or just pick a few servers to federate with. that be well, fine.
1: that's how a lot of people end up using it anyway. Just yeah, as but, it like, the system is not heavy. designed. It.
0: It's like, you grow an entire fucking DB database for Mastodon.
1: Well, like, DT's got a, a public Mastodon instance. I have no idea how much he's paying for that one.
0: Yeah, I think, is though, uh, especially when I move towards self and stuff, I don't want... I don't want even though the even people I know, like I want my shit to be my own shit. Yeah. Like I'd rather yeah. like I'd rather have all my host all my own shit and not give mm-hmm. anyone else's services because it's all very well DTM the public Mastodon server, right? Once mm. when he gets bored of paying for it, it's just gone. Yeah. You know? Whereas if I've got my own Pleroma, it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's
1: there forever. It's there, mm. you know, not going anywhere. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
0: didn't we end this podcast?
1: Goodbye. Uh- uh, my, my things. Yes. Um, <laughs> where, my things, things. Wait, I close my topics. Uh, let me bring it up. Uh, where's my pod, uh, my pod, my Patreon people. Um, yes. Special thank you to Joachim, Donald, Logan, Michael, underneath and David, Will, uh, Mitchell, Carl, Brennan, to Jamie, jo- Josh, Peter, Lee, Stephen, T. Through Tony and the two other guys. Uh, the audio versions podcast is available over, anywhere you can find it just look up take up tea. t you'll find it is uh, it on is it on is it on gemini uh no it's not on gemini, I'm not, I'm on gemini. i guess You're you saying. could i well you can deploy binaries on gemini it's just not a good idea uh i could have like a gemini page that links to the things that could work anyway um the the videos are on youtube and odyssey and i think actually, actually that's just it uh bit yeah. shoot everything's on bit shoot it's not a bit shoot i'm too lazy bit shoot okay but i would trash. i would put it on bit shoot. If BitChute's yeah. auto uploader actually worked.
0: Oh, you can. Back when BitChute first started, you could send them an email and they'd permanently link your channel. That's what I do. Mm.
1: Actually, just maybe auto, I should do auto that. Auto maybe I'll, I'll see no, if they
0: do respond. BitShoot's just filled with fascism. Just not even worth <laughs> looking at. It's just filled with fascisms.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun place. That's right. Yeah. I, the the reason why fun. BitChute doesn't exceed, uh, succeed is because their homepage is fucking trash. There are, there's good yeah. content on the website, like, you know. Yeah, there, is. There. there
0: is there is there is but that's in a sea of Nazis.
1: <laughs> yeah, not like and not like half this person white like guy.
0: Not I'm like haha this person guy. like is
1: a bit like, right wing. No, like actual yeah. Nazis are on there. Yeah, actual Nazis.
0: Like, and because I'm a bald white guy, people like assume <laughs> yeah. I'm a white supremacist anyway. So like, I just fit right in, and I'm not happy about that. <laughs> I, I, like, if it wasn't for the fact that like it's more hassle to get them to stop uploading my videos, I'd probably just be off there. But like, yeah, fair just, enough. You know,
1: um, I think you can yeah. shut down your account, but I just—I don't—I just can't be asked. I just yeah, it.
0: fair enough. Sometimes yeah. I get an email from someone who watches my content on uh on, on Bitshoot. They're all like, "I like it, but you've not really got the message in there." I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> <Message>? <laughs> no It's like block." <laughs> just no, no, you know. That's a true story. I've literally had that email.
1: The or, I've I've gotten a couple of comments on BitChute. The most memorable one is someone. Accusing me of being a Jew, so that mass, uh, mass, bit, that's just bit you in a nutshell. It's Like okay, See, the
0: phrase "being a Jew," like like that. No, no. Like I'm, I'm sure if Brody was Jewish, she'd go, yeah,
1: <laughs> like yeah. That'd be the whole conversation, right? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Anyway, this is getting derailed very quickly. Um, bye. i gonna there. end this. Stop. Bye. I'm gonna go to sleep.